Hey, before you guys listen to the podcast, I just wanted to say a quick thank you for everyone supporting the podcast and still listening with how inconsistent I am at doing this podcast. I mean, when life gets busy, I, you know, put the podcast and all my other things that I consider hobbies in, you know, the background because I'm just busy. You know, work has been, you know, a lot. You know, it's not bad, but it's just been a lot. Social life has been a thing. You know, you're listening to this on Friday. The day before Thursday is my birthday. So, you know, I just got a lot of things going on. So it's hard to always be consistent and grow at the rate that I want to grow. But, you know, being busy, it happens. So uh, with that being said, I want to thank you guys again on this episode. It's a very very highly you know requested highly anticipated episode uh we've been wanting to do this one for a while so happy to get it done but as always thank you again for listening and check us out on social media as always at project underscore kfabe on twitter tiktok instagram and um hopefully we'll be consistent at some point maybe not this second but hopefully so let's get into it you're now listening to Project Kayfabe. Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> the most unprofessional professional wrestling and pop culture podcast. Let's rock. Where you listen to our shitty little opinions and you kind of enjoy them. Yeah, paper That's cap. Totally cap. That means lie. This ain't your mommy's podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe and Finn, with special guests, Two Phones, Turn Up Tom! What's up everyone, welcome to Project K Fabe. We're doing this again through my computer crash, so sorry about that. I mean, you guys don't know, cause, but they know. Finn knows. And Tom, because Tom is on the show. What's good, Tom? This is your first time in a while, even though you just did basically 30 minutes of the show <laughs> yeah it's great i love it i was looking for <laughs> <laughs> no i'm really excited to be on this um heavily heavily um anticipated uh episode episode because this episode has been talked about for many ages now and it's very tough to get onto this podcast. It's a very, uh, very sought out podcast, even more so than yeah. Joe Rogan. I mean, we have been b- t- building up this episode, you know, with Tom. I mean, about you getting on here and specifically doing the rankings of the MCU. Me and Finn have talked about it a bunch. We've been trying to figure it out. And, you know, of course, I mentioned Finn. We got Finn here. Finn, sorry that you got to do this again. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. All good, all good. Yeah, no, it's. Uh... Like like I said in the, the first introduction, this has been uh, almost two years in the making. This We wanted to do this before we even had this platform to talk about it, but before Project Kayfabe, and mainly because we just want to hear uh, Tom's rankings. But uh, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the... The rest that, or we, we haven't done it yet. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. So yeah, very, very excited to go over all the movies. You know? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's what we're doing here. So we're just ranking the MCU. Oh, man, it's so annoying to repeat it, but you guys don't care because you never heard it the first time. Only we do. But um, yeah, we're ranking it from S through F to question mark. Question mark, obviously, meaning, you know, haven't watched it. 
there's only maybe just some shows that someone hasn't watched. Who knows? Um, and then, you know, F obviously means that movie sucks. S means that's a God tier movie. That's the best of the best. And then obviously A, B, C, D, etc. Um, yeah, so I'm, we might as well just keep it going. Keep started off. I mean, we do have four movies, five movies we basically had already explained, but unfortunately lost the audio for. Um, if we lose the audio again, the episode's never happening and the podcast is over. So fuck that. <laughs> but, I agree. <laughs> but um, we do have Guardians of the Galaxy as the first one on this list. Finn was explaining this before I cut him off to let him know that we had to redo everything. So Finn, carry on and explain how you rank this movie. <laughs> so yeah, as I was uh, saying, uh, this is definitely an S in my eyes. Uh you know, no, like besides hardcore comic book fans, no one knew who these characters were. And like, no one, I don't think was really hyped for this movie. I wasn't like I, I mentioned before around this time, I wasn't so into the MCU. I was watching the movies, but I wasn't a diehard fan. I didn't really care that much about this movie, but once I saw it, it was amazing. The characters, the humor, the music, especially, it just blew you away. James Gunn, this was just, amazing to see overall uh and the only critique we were talking about was like the the villain was kind of yeah with ronan he was kind of ass can't dance that's why uh <laughs> ended up losing but you know he's never met mahoney's tom, Mahoney's yeah, tom never, never, <laughs> turn up never tom. hung out with yeah. turn up tom <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much that's that was that was all i had i mean i agree i mean the villain was pretty fucking mid ronan but, but I mean, the biggest thing, like the soundtrack was good, but the movie was hilarious. You know, you get Dave fucking Batista in the fucking movie. Vin Diesel technically also is a part of this movie, even though he just said the same line over and over again. But like, in, what's also funny is he says it in all the different languages, too, which is, you know, I guess they got to get their his make his million somehow. But the cast was really fucking good. And for a bunch of nobodies that. Unless you're a comic book fan, you know about it was still really good. This was like also the best Marvel movie to kind of introduce someone who doesn't give a shit about the MCU, kind of because I feel it's good enough that you don't need to know who the hell Iron Man is or the Hulk is type of stuff like that. Those movies can sometimes be really hard to introduce someone to. This one just was a good movie. It was a little weird, but a little funny. It had it had a little bit of everything, and you know, Finn put it in S, and I agree. This is S and I'd watch this movie any day of the fucking week. Probably one of the best watch rewatchable movies on this list. Like watchability factor, this one probably has it by far. Casual, serious, whatever you want to call it. They do a great job. Chris Pat, Chris Pratt was funny as uh, Star Lord. I mean, just a, the jokes hit, and you know the action and all that. Like it was just it was a different take. You know, we're finally in space with the MCU, and it worked. Yeah, I definitely couldn't agree more. I put it as an S, and it's, you know, just because, like, everything that you guys said, you know, it was the one movie where, you know, the villain wasn't the main purpose or, like, the main draw to it. It was this team coming together and, you know, you falling in love with this team. I mean, what better soundtrack? Like, the soundtrack in this 
was amazing. I mean, who I doesn't? I'd say Iron Man say... 3 soundtrack was pretty great. Oh, oh I thought oh, you man. loved the Shang-Chi and, you know, the Black Panther playlist. I mean, soundtrack. Those are all, those are all good. I never said that this was the best one. I just said it's a very good did. playlist. I thought you just you said You literally just best. said. <laughs> oh, damn. Is your computer going to crash again? Tom, <laughs> <laughs> Tom, crash the computer again. Crash the computer. I'm going to hack into the main drive. I'm going to hack into the um yeah no i, I really like this movie um but yeah and that's a perfect thing you said joe like the like this is a movie that can be like rewatched time after time after time because it it ages well like it doesn't you know there's no like you know it's just a fun movie to watch you know it, it's it, you can't get bored of it yeah you really can't i was just gonna say i think joe made two great points about the rewatchability of that you could literally this is one of the best movies where you can just throw it on and at any time be entertained mainly because of the music if you just play this in the background it'd be great uh and also yeah, yeah. Th- you could easily show this probably is one of the only movies that is like you show this to no one that's seen the mcu they'll enjoy it because it's it's not really it is of course a part of the mcu they later become part of the mcu but this stuff besides really yeah thanos but like nothing really there's no iron man there's no hulk there's no thor nothing really connects this because it's just out of this world it's not a part of the earth mcu these are just completely different characters that i think anyone can enjoy exactly yeah um okay next on this list we got guardians of the galaxy 2 tom feel free to uh, explain where do you put this on your list so this I would put up right next to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, um, because it's and it's rare for a sequel of a movie to do just as good as the first one did, and this one like surpassed it. It didn't replace it; it surpassed it. It had the same great playlist, or well, you know, different playlist, but still a great playlist. Um, the storyline was great. We got to meet Quill's dad. And find out what happened to his mom, what really happened to his mom. And to find out that Quill had some crazy powers that he then sacrificed to save the world. So, you know, and technically the galaxy. So they kind of earned their name in this movie, I feel like. I mean, in the other one they did, but this one they kind of like really proved that they're the guardians of the galaxy by, you know, saving the entire galaxy from being taken over by Quill's dad you know and just the way they were able to you know bring back bring back Groot and I mean he was he stole the show a lot of times and that was like a big draw for a lot of people that even weren't Marvel fans you know because if you're not a Marvel fan but you know who who doesn't like baby Groot you know you have to be a psychopath not to he's adorable like uh, yeah, yeah you're so right. it's easy to fall. There's a lot of ways a non MCU fan can fall in love with this movie, and that's one of them. You know, there's a lot of stuff for a lot of people to like, no matter what your taste is in movies. Uh, so all I, fair I'm guessing, points. I'm guessing you. So you said it's next to. So you say S. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't say us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure you're moving them on the list. (laughs) Yeah. Just wanted wanted to confirm that. Uh, I agree with really everything you said. I just, I have it just a little bit 
I just have it as an A, really. I think it's really on par with Guardians of the Galaxy. It, it's probably funnier overall, this uh, volume two, but it should it doesn't meet that first like the first one in my eyes just just by a little bit. But I still think it's A. I still think it's amazing, mainly because what they really improved. We just talked about Ronan was kind of ass. Kurt Russell as ego was amazing. Great uh, casting choice was perfect as uh, Quill's father. And really, I think he stole both movies, but Bradley Cooper as uh, Rocket. Rocket's amazing in this movie, especially when he's uh, paired with, uh, oh shit, what, what what's his name? The Yondu, with Yondu. I feel like their dynamic was amazing in this. And then you add, of course, Baby Groot. Amazing, adorable. Everyone loves it. Let's, and, and let's not forget Drax trying to be invisible. <laughs> yeah. No, that was Infinity War. Oh, that was Infinity War. That yeah, was Infinity man. War when he tried to be invisible. That I mean, but again, he was this was his nipples are sensitive, which that was great. Oh, again. Yeah, that's why he didn't want to wear the jetpack. <laughs> Another thing, both both Guardians One and Guardians Two, amazing introductions to movies. Especially oh with gosh. this one. The first one, Come and Get Your Love with Star Lord was amazing, but this the second one with Mr. Blue Sky and uh Baby Groot with the whole like that whole perspective of Groot's just dancing and they're just going through so much yeah. shit with that monster. Incredible beginning. That's it's honestly I'm kind of now torn, but I'm still gonna say it's an A. It's not fully an S because I, I don't know, it's just I was just so blown away by the first one. So like, how did this work that, but they're right like next to each other. But I, I do really enjoy the second one just as much. I just, Damn. No, I agree. Yeah, you, I, yeah, you, I agree you with that. I, I, I can't really, I can't really add anything new to the table on what you said. So I'm putting it also at an A because for all those same exact reasons, I think guardians of the galaxy one is just better and this is almost as good, just not it, just a little bit away from it, just a little bit. So, like, this is like if you had a, if we had an A plus, this would be an A plus, you know. So I, I did, and those the intros were fucking phenomenal, both of these movies. So I agree. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, after we, Finn mentioned oh. the intro, I definitely wanted to rewatch it just now. Yeah, but not the <laughs> same. Yeah, for sure, uh, Finn. Next on this list, we got Ant-Man. What do you think? Uh, so Ant-Man, I think I'm going to put it in a B. Uh, it's I feel like it's a solid MCU movie, good. Paul Rudd kills it. And I think it's pretty much with both Ant-Man movies, two with this one too, The one of the funnier movies overall, mainly because, I mean, you got fucking Paul Rudd as your main guy. He's he's amazing, so of course it's gonna be funny, and uh, I mean Luis, probably the overall maybe the best character in the whole MCU. He 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 killed like he first best storyteller ever. Yeah, (laughs) easily the best storyteller of all time, and like his pretty much it it just starts right off from like the first time you're introduced to him, where he's like, I don't, yeah, I lost my job. I lost my girl. I got the sick van, right? It's just like him. It's just like personality. You can't not love. So I feel like that's he's one of the main reasons why 
really just Ant-Man in general is so great. The first one and the second one. So, uh, but I, I think I'm just going to put it in B. It's like probably, it's not like civil. Oh, uh, we haven't gotten back to that, but yeah, I'll put it in a B. <laughs> yeah, technically we never talked about Civil War. Yeah, we never, we never mentioned Civil War, never. <laughs> uh, but I do agree with you. I put Ant-Man as a B. I really enjoyed it. It was one of the funnier MCU movies, but this does kind of fall into that category of where the MCU just kind of really relies on being funny and quippy and all that, but it works because it's Paul Rudd. Also, never invent, never imagine Paul Rudd having a six-pack, but here we go, you know? <laughs> and it just worked out. It was such, I, I never really knew that much about Ant-Man either, to be honest, when it, this movie came out. And, like, when... They talked about it. I was like, eh, Ant-Man, okay. I don't expect anything really out of it, but it was a really good good time. It, Paul Rudd kills it. I mean, the character, the villain as the, the Wasp, uh, I mean, not the Wasp, Yellow Jacket. Uh, random villain, you know, another thing of Ant-Man. I'm like, who the fuck are you? But I liked it. It was still good. And the comedy in this movie really is what kind of keeps it for me in like a B that like makes me like it. If it wasn't as funny, it'd probably be like a C to be honest, but it was still an overall good movie. And I like the arc of, you know, his character learning how to kind of grow up and be responsible. And Luis really steals the fucking movie. And, uh, what Anthony, (laughs) that's Ah, another good one. Anthony. RIP. (laughs) Anthony. Oh God. Uh, Tom, what are your thoughts for it, man? Where do you put it in that? Uh, I put it as a C because honestly, I hate Paul two... Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I an unrealistic movie. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, oh, I forgot. Unrealistic, of course. Oh you yeah, Guardians, you just had. Uh, <laughs> would you just have Guardians? Both Guardians as S. Very realistic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I mean, the whole like, I get like Hank Pym can't get back in the suit, stuff like that. Um. Old. Yeah, because of old. But I really never yeah, understand I mean, your unrealistic take. Come on, explain it. What's going on? So the whole idea of Hank Pym wanting to entrust a criminal. You know, I'm all about giving people second chances and stuff like that. But to entrust a criminal with the suit and breaking him out of prison and all that other stuff, I just think that part's unrealistic. Because if you know like Hank Pym, if you know the character from the comics and stuff like that, like he's not like that. Like, but Tom, I, we're I talking like, about the movie character. You can't. It's different. <laughs> you got to uh, look okay. past so that. So if part. you take all right, if you take the comic out of it, then you know it's. I I yeah I, I see what they did. I you know they invented a new character. All right, well I can't say because it's. Well, yeah, all right, you can't go off of the comic. So. Then the, yeah, this movie was good. I just don't think it was a, a heavy hitter. And just like you said, Joe, there's so many other or, you know, you said a while ago, there were so many other, <laughs> um, you know, movies that came out that were just so much bigger than the movies that came out previous. You know, they almost, not replaced them, but they kind of made you expect more out of more of the Marvel movies and kind of put other movies that you've seen recently in other, like, you know, in, in a different light. Like, oh, if I compare this movie to this movie doesn't really hold up to this movie because you know this current movie is so much bigger you know if that makes sense so yeah yeah 
No, no, I, I respect the C. Like it's uh, it, it's not a bad it movie. Was, it's just it, it wasn't one where that's a fair you know, rating. That's a fair rating. Yeah, no, that, yeah, not, yeah. nothing against that. What was I feel like there was one thing. Oh yeah, one thing I definitely want to bring up. Great, I feel like possibly the best scene in the whole thing was the whole Ant Man versus Falcon. That was very good to like. Oh yeah, kind of kind of give Falcon a little bit more shine. Like he, he I know wasn't really that big in the MCU at this point, besides, of course, Winter Soldier and that whole, like, back and forth. And, like, you kind of got that, too, in Civil War a little bit between them two. I thought that scene was great. Especially that whole, like, Hank fucked up that they were supposed to be just a warehouse and ended up being the Avengers compound. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, just, yeah. It's, it's funny that, like, again, it's just enjoyable, but not, like, yeah, there's... With a lot of these movies, there's just so many top dogs, heavy hitters that this just is in kind of the middle of the pack. That's still yeah, I feel that. Honestly, I feel the same way. Also, still, I gave Ant Man a B. Ant Man and the Wasp was also a B for me. I do like it. I I think it's just kind of on par with Ant Man Two, a little bit better, but not an A for me. I did enjoy it. I um, the villain was interesting too. Um, what was I can't even remember the name. Was uh, it well, Ghost? Ghost was the uh, was, she was kind of the yeah. She, she was pretty yeah. She was the villain, but like ended up not. She wasn't a she wasn't a, she was a villain, but she wasn't a bad person. Like it was yeah. I thought that was okay. Um, also, yeah, Ti's in this movie too, right? He was in the first and the second. Oh, yeah, he was right? in the first too. Yeah. Such a random fucking thing. When I saw T.I. was a part of this movie, I'm like, why the fuck is T.I. in this? But, um, I don't know. Not as uh, crazy about it. I will say, though, coming out of this, you know, when we're, you know, he's in the quantum realm. And next thing you know, he, uh, the, you know, he's like talking to Hank and everyone. And there's no one talking to him because they get snapped. That was probably a really cool moment. That was probably the best moment of the movie. Because I'm like... Oh shit! This really just just dives right into everything we just saw in Infinity War too. So that was a, that was a cool moment. I remember liking yeah, that a lot. That but was movies possibly like one, possibly the like one of the best mid credit scenes of all time. Was that that was that was pretty fucking awesome. That yeah. it, how it related to Infinity War. I'm just gonna jump in. You, I'm also at a B. I would kind of give it maybe like a B plus. I, I like it a little more than. Uh, the original Ant Man, yeah. mainly because I did. I just wanted to look it up. It's of course Luis, but it's also Ti. His name's. Da- I didn't know his name was Dave in Ant Man and Kurt. Those three, especially in this one, they have like their own business. They kill every scene that they're in, especially the Truth Serum scene. That's possibly one of the funniest scenes of all time. It's Truth Serum. Yeah, this is definitely Truth Serum. I, that was. That's why Luis is one of the best characters in my eyes. And then, well, I feel like there was, yeah, it's again Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd, just killing it. Uh, yeah, Lawrence I, it, Fishburne. It's really just, yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Lawrence Fishburne? Like he's he's always good and everything. That too, their whole like back and forth, how how tall you became, that was a pretty good moment. Is there's like enjoyable characters? I forgot what the name of like Walter got. Goggins character but he always he was pretty good too where he was he was kind of like I guess really the main bad guy but just like a secondary bad guy but he was pretty good overall it was just it was a good movie 
very yeah. funny though. That's why I feel like it just puts it a little bit better than the first one. Was yeah, definitely again, a little funnier. Yeah, the house arrest stuff that was going on, and mm, oh, yeah. we get Jimmy Woo. Forgot yep, about that, of, Jimmy Woo. That's right. There's a lot of lot of Ant Man. Like that universe has some of the best characters. And Jimmy Woo, in the limited time he was in this movie, he did kill it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Tom? Where are you putting it in? I put it at a B. And, um, you know, he's just like one of Finn's last statements. Like, there were a lot of good characters in, in this movie. And the jokes, like, I feel like it wasn't just like, oh, let's just make jokes, you know, just for the sake of it. Like, no, they, they actually helped with the the storyline it you know ease some tension here and there even though this wasn't like a super dark movie but you know this movie was it, it was so interesting and i love that they were really using the you know the um pin particles and really you know like that's what we used throughout the whole movie shrinking the cars they had the whole like the rattler the matchbox rattler you know with all the cars and he would just pick out a car put it down and then just blow it up and then even with the yeah. building and stuff like that and even though that's super unrealistic <laughs> <laughs> that hot wheels know, box even... that hank had and just pull out cars yeah that was pretty sick got it, got that it. Was yeah. hilarious. and then this was the movie that we were in, um introduced to the quantum realm mm-hmm. which was really cool yeah, of course no, i mean like kind of mm1 we were originally introduced but this is where we really like kind of Dive into, into it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, now, um, now, that I think, now that I think about it more, the movie's got a little bit of heart. The whole reunion with uh, the original Wasp, Michelle Pfeiffer, like that was, you know, that was a nice moment. Like, thought she was dead, but she wasn't. Like, oh, yeah. She was yeah, just was stuck great, in the quantum yeah. realm. That, that, that was good to. And again, pulls it back to. Very funny part is when Paul Rudd pretty much becomes Michelle Pfeiffer, and like it's just acting. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good. So yeah, this movie, yeah, and again, it like wasn't both, like yeah, they were just joking Ant-Man, around. Yeah, both Ant Man movies are really just comedy movies that are in the MCU, but it it just yeah. fits perfectly. That's where the whole thing is. It's more of a comedy movie than like a superhero movie, but that's not a bad thing. It's very uh, yeah. very good, and they they do it really well. Yeah, I agree. Um, next on this list is, is everyone have Doctor Strange, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Because my, my thing switched up a little bit. Doctor Strange is a really cool movie, but at the same time, it's the one I feel like I've seen the least when I've rewatched all of these movies. And I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it in a C. I'm going to throw Doctor Strange in a C. I like it. But you don't appreciate Doctor Strange more until, like, the other movies, like Infinity War. You know, you don't appreciate it more until Spider-Man and stuff like that. So, um, and obviously now with his new movie coming out, which is why we're doing this, we'll probably like him a lot more, too. But for the first movie of his, you know, it was, um, I feel like it was a different take of a Marvel movie still of how they tried to do it. But also still try and be quippy and funny and kind of, you know. You have a very similar guy to Tony Stark because this dude was also a fucking prick to begin with, too, until he learns how to try and be less of a prick. But uh, it was okay. I like it. It was not bad, but it's a C for me. What do you think, Tom? 
Yeah, as I say, time you can go. I feel like you've been going oh, last, these last few um, times. I put it as an A um, because I really do like just everything, um, you know, expressing like, <laughs> about um, Doctor Strange, about how the, you know, when they go into the whole um, the mirror dimension and he can just control everything. And yeah, just the way, you know, he's learning the struggle, stuff like that. Like you almost feel like the struggle, like that's, you know, and I mean, it's a great actor that's portraying Doctor Strange. Um, and he's just really able to portray the struggle of, you know, trying to make like the first, you know, open the first portal and stuff like that. And, you know, he has the shaky hands and stuff like that. And, I, you know, the progression of the character throughout the whole movie is very um, impressive. And I really do um, like, but yeah, you made a great point, Joe, that I, I, I really um, agree with that out of all the MCUs, this is the one I've probably seen the least, you know? I've seen it a decent amount of times, but I've seen a lot more of these movies, a ton more than Doctor Strange. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm quite surprised. I thought there was going to be a hot take from me because I feel like I've heard some other people's opinions and they have this pretty high. I guess Tom would include that as well. I have it as well as a C with Joe. Very similar reasons why Joe doesn't like it that much. I too, I think I've only watched this fully twice. Once with you guys and once like before that. This is definitely easily the least like what or maybe actually technically that might be the first Incredible Hulk. I don't know if I've watched that more than once. But uh Yeah, I I just feel like it's uh like he was like kind of like a basketball term. It's like this is like a poor man's Iron Man, where like it is, it's an asshole, guy's an asshole, but then becomes a superhero and like becomes a better person. But it's just like the visuals and everything was cool but overall yeah i just it's a fine movie in my eyes there's kind of on the other hand with some mcu movies i don't like it that much but there's other movies that are not as good as this one even i'll admit so that's why it's not like a d or an f in my eyes even though i don't like like it as much there's still some redeeming qualities to it and there's more mcu movies that are kind of like oh yeah this, it's a lot better than this i'll give it that much credit Oh yeah, I'd, I'd agree on that one. Um, yeah, um, you know what? It's next on the list. I, it should be. I'm pretty sure. Tom, take it away. Yeah. Why, where where do you got Iron Man? We, we, Go, we shouldn't even and, rate it. <laughs> just remember, <laughs> yeah, remember about list. time. We don't need a 30 minute monologue on why Iron Man's <laughs> the best in the world. So just uh, don't be too long. <laughs> nah, don't worry. He'll give a 45 minute one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is an S, an S plus plus, if that would <laughs> exist. Um, it's just a great started out the whole MCU. It really revived the whole superhero movie franchise because it wasn't really doing well to begin with, and this just blew everything out of the park. And this one, no matter how good superhero movies will get, how great the technology will advance, this one will always be at the top because of what it was able to do and just the nostalgia that it had and the way um, they were able to portray um, this character. And this movie was the reason why I fell in love with Iron Man. This is what made me an Iron Man fan. Really? Was this movie. Yes. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Finn, feel free to share your piece. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I'm not going to go S, but this is, in my eyes, it's an A. This is, it's cliche, but it is true. It started it all. It's still, it's still, I feel like, holds up relatively well, even compared to now, like nowadays MCU. I can, you can say this about any time he plays him, but Robert Downey Jr. was made to play this role. He kills it. Absolutely incredible. Jeff Bridges, like that, a big thing, especially like, er, like this, of course, was the first MCU villain, but like early on MCU villains kind of sucked, but he didn't. He, Obadiah Stane, he was amazing. Like you knew he was shady, but still, even though he was like buddy, buddy with Tony Stark, knew this guy was sus. He was extremely sus. And, but still, what what is it? Iron Monger or whatever? That whole like end fight scene. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. There's been, there's been, of course, just with the natural progression of the MCU, there's just been so many and so many good ones. But even that one being like the first kind of end battle was really cool. And yeah, that's why I, it, it's an A, mainly because it started all still, I feel like. It's kind of like you have to give it its credit, even though there might be some ones like I have it right now is same as like Guardians 2. I might probably enjoy Guardians 2 more, but I have to appreciate that Iron Man started it and was, you know, is the reason all this happened. So I'll put it, yeah, with an A. Not to mention he also made a great meme. Tony Stark yes. built this in a cave. Buster! That, that guy who... He's now that's like his persona on TikTok. I don't like his TikToks <laughs> now. I, I enjoyed the oh, first really? few. Now it's just now he just like yeah. I have to check now that. he just <laughs> says that about every like superhero movie. Um, cool, I do like that meme. I do agree. A. This is an A, not an S. This was like this was a big gamble for Marvel to do Iron Man because Iron Man wasn't a popular character at the time. He was not like. Yeah, he wasn't a popular character. Robert Downey Jr. wasn't a popular actor at the time, really, either, because of all of his demons. So they took a big gamble, and it worked out for them really, really well, obviously. So this is a good movie. This is one of my favorite ones to rewatch, honestly. Like, there's been a couple of times I've rewatched the MCU, and when I have to go through here, I quite enjoy everything that I'm watching here. And it looks really good. On Disney Plus, they got the 4K edition now, and it looks really nice watching it. So, I enjoy it. It's done well. <laughs> Fuck off, Cuban Gooding Jr. <laughs> you know, he gets screwed in the next one. Not, not Terrence I mean, Howard. Not ta- oh, wait, Terrence Howard. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, not Cuban I mean, they're, they're similar actors, I feel like. But, yeah, that's he does get screwed out. You know, it sounds like kind of Robert Downey Jr. who's the one who screwed him, but. Yeah, right, but. You know. Yeah, again, that Robert Downey Jr. money, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but either which way, um, I uh, I, I like this movie a lot. I should on Iron Man to Tom on purpose, but the biggest, the biggest thing we got introduced to Samuel Jackson in this. We got Nick Fury. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, that's right. On, you know, that kicks off the Avengers initiative and shows up in the and end. Col- and Agent Carlson. Uh, Carlson. Coulson. Yeah, that's right. Coulson. We do Cole, get Coulson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah. right those are two other good, cool things that they brought and that's such a black widow and black widow no that's two no that's not that's two come on you're the fucking wow. iron man guy wow. here and you don't wow. know that 
Cut this man off. Cut this man off. Actually, now that you brought this up, that kind of disappoints me that Coulson, you know, after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I don't even know what happens in there because it's not even canon anymore, they they really never brought him back ever again, which is kind of annoying. Um, I will say, hot take, especially to Greg, <laughs> if he's listening, uh, my least favorite thing about the entire Iron Man series is probably Pepper. <laughs> I, I don't really like Pepper. <laughs> Quite a Paltrow. I, I don't really care. <laughs> Same, but I feel like it's because, and you can tell by certain things, like she said, Gwen Poucher does not give a shit about these movies. And oh, she has. Kind this, of tell, she doesn't. You can kind care. of tell from her performance. She didn't. There was a whole thing where she was in on Jan, John Favreau's like chef show in Netflix, saying that I know it was only like one scene. She was technically in Homecoming. She didn't even remember that she was in Homecoming. Oh yeah. <laughs> she, she was like, oh, I oh, was yeah, in that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's she, just do, she she's just it. doing it for a check. It's all Listen, good. Perspective. She's done. She's done enough in her career, but like yeah. she, she, she now makes vagina candles. Good for her. But yeah, yeah. I do agree. <laughs> I don't really she, care. She's my, least, she's my least least favorite thing. Um, two two Spider Man Homecoming. That movie, really cool movie, but. My least favorite of these Spider-Man movies, and probably, yeah, even when you talk about, like, you know, this would be a different... I think we talked about this when we did the episode on Spider-Man, but um, I don't know. It just doesn't hold up the same for me. I'm putting Spider-Man Homecoming as a C. It's a... I don't know. Compared to the entire MCU, I just, uh, I like it, but, uh... I could I could go without it. I feel like you could have. There's better Spider-Man movies, and then just in the in the MCU, it's kind of like a Doctor Strange level of movie for me. I didn't hate it, but uh, I I could go without it. Maybe I'd put it in a B, but uh, actually, nah, it's a B. It's a B. I put I it in a B. Never mind. I could. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, about it because when we did end up going to Washington D.C. and they were showing <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming on the television, which was oddly <laughs> a coincidence. I did kind of like rewatching like the Washington D.C. portions of the movie, but eh, everything else was kind of eh to me. I don't really. Michael Keaton as the Vulture doesn't really do much for me. Um, I'm very surprised by that. That's 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 yeah. So um, it's a B. I, I could give it a B. I'll agree with you one thing. I, too, feel like this is the, of the three MCU Spider-Mans, in my, it's the one I least like, but it's because I just like the other two so much more, so much, and I do enjoy this one a lot, and honestly, mainly is because, mainly because of Michael Keaton's Vulture. I feel like he was fucking great as the Vulture, uh, especially, like, the little, the little twist of him being uh, Liz's dad, and that whole scene of him just threatening the fuck out of Peter Parker was pretty fucking sick. And yeah, really just that it was a great like start to this, even though, yeah, he was in civil war, but like the first movie of this Spider-Man, you know, is good. What Like maybe a little too much Iron Man. I know that's probably why you'd love it, Tom, but like <laughs> that, that might've been, but there was good parts with it, especially like the beginning, the whole phone thing of, you know, seeing Civil War through Spider-Man's eyes and, like, Iron Man giving him the suit. That was great and everything. But, yeah, I I honestly, I put it as an A. Uh, I, I do enjoy this mainly because 
uh, like I've mentioned before, the, there's some villains that like a good amount of the MCU villains are like fine, meh, or like trash. This is not one of them. And that's why I feel like with Spider-Man, these movies have had some great villains. And I think Vulture is one of them. And I mean, it's Michael Keaton. It's fucking Batman. And, you know, that's what gives him points because Batman's the greatest superhero of all time. Am I right, Tom? Easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm in the middle between you two. I'm at a B. Because um, I love this movie. It's a great movie. Um, and Tom Holland's fantastic in it. And I love the introduction of all these characters and the way they built it up. And I love how they went over. Like, they didn't even... Because if you know Spider-Man, like, you know what happened. Like, even... Like, he was bit by a spider. I love how they didn't even, like... Wait, what? That, they couldn't... Well, you're <laughs> fucking with me, man. <laughs> what? Next, you're going to say his uncle got shot or something. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I like how they just went over. No, like, they, they completely, we're just like, fucking with you, man. It's it's okay. you, man. It went yeah, over no, his oh head. It went over his head. Never mind. The same with the uncle thing. No, no, no. I know what you guys were trying to do. You guys were, like, trying to create, like, a Mandela effect or something like that. Or, or gaslighting. You guys were gaslighting. Yeah. Me. Maybe. No. I guess that's what I don't, I don't know. But. I don't think we were. <laughs> I, I agree with oh, you I'm though. So they so they didn't confused. they didn't rehash the yeah, 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 yeah. They, they didn't do the typical America. Spider-Man shit that they exactly, normally do. Exactly, exactly. It's a unique movie. It did not need mm-hmm. to be done again, you know, because it's been done so many times. He gets bit by the spider. Okay, you know, we know. But he did mention it in the movie, but just like briefly to Ned just walking, you know, and I love the introduction of Ned and I think he's such a great character. The guy in the chair. Yeah. That is amazing. Great. Yeah. Um, so a great movie. Overall, a great movie. Always fun to watch. Um, but, but I was yeah, going to say the seen... reason you have it as a B is because Iron Man's only in it for like 12 minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, <I> definitely <laughs> more Iron Man time. I definitely need more yeah. Iron Man time. Um, but yeah, no, the second and third ones, obviously, like they surpass it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah but we'll, we'll get into those yeah i mean well we'll get into that get right into... now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> funny you should say feel that free... next up <laughs> feel free to take it away finn well all right next we're going going with uh far from home which th- this is also an a for me i i really enjoyed this movie i i remember ha- like i think before the next spider-man movie that we'll talk about i i had this like right outside my top five of how much like just mcu movies and it's again some of it has to do with the villain and mysterio we knew he was the villain even though he was acting like a bad guy everyone knew it but he jake gyllenhaal fucking killed it like he was perfect as quinn beck the whole fact that this the twist that the reason he is an asshole is because of iron man because fuck always man. fucking iron man <laughs> fucking Literally. Iron man. And an, actually another reason this movie is so high in my eyes is this is the first movie where iron man's like officially dead so that was cool. awesome am I, that's good <laughs> am i right am i right tom <laughs> we saw we see a lot of memorials about iron man being dead so you know that's pretty cool but, <laughs> but, but seriously yeah. it is uh this is where like Tom mentioned it before, but like Tom Holland was, is just a, such a great Spider-Man. And I feel like he finally becomes his own Spider-Man, this movie, like 
he just kills it. His all interactions with like his whole thing with MJ was great. And that who is the guy like Brad, who's the one who's kind of like trying to get with MJ too. Yeah, the di- Asian kid because he grew whole, up. <laughs> that whole dynamic was really cool. How he almost fucking blew him up like that again with a lot with Spider Man and of course MCU movies in general. Some hilarious moments. Uh, so another another thing. JB Smooth, I feel like in this movie and in Homecoming is great. Yeah, he's great. He's such a good time. And uh, the other, te- I forgot the name of the teacher, but I know the actor's name's Martin Starr. He's he's hilarious too. Like that's I overall just really enjoy this movie. I had, like it's it, it's an A. I just if comparing it to Homecoming, I just give it a little a little tick above Homecoming in my eyes. Yeah, I'd put this in A. I really enjoy this movie. This one's fun. You know, the interacting with um, Samuel L. Jackson's also really good in this one, too, a.k.a. Talos. And then, you know, this movie This movie was just a fun movie. I had a good time watching it. The whole st- – just them being abroad was funny to watch. And, you know, seeing how Mysterio was trying to lead him, you know, like try and be like his new Iron Man in a way – but then, like, just obviously screws him and all that. And you get to see him finally, like, show his love with, like, MJ and stuff, which was cool. And obviously she figures out he's Spider-Man. All just the, It was a good Spider-Man movie. I enjoyed it. Random, like, not a lot of people, like, knew who Mysterio was. Like, that's just a casual MCU fan. They did a good job, and Jake Gyllenhaal was great as it. Um, never thought I'd see Jake Gyllenhaal in the MCU, but that was just really cool to see him there. And, yeah, J.B. Smooth was great. I mean, I kind of wish we had more of him in the third one. His small little brief moment in the third one was funny, though. But, yeah, I'd put this. This is definitely better for me than Homecoming. Um, And, yeah. What's up, Tom? (laughs) So, for me, I put it as um, an an F. F. (laughs) Yeah, because Iron Man's dead. Starts going. Um. And I was the I was in between an A or an S, but then I was like I always have a good time watching it. I like that it's, you know, in Italy, and I actually watched it on a plane coming back from Italy, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that was that's, that's cool. like meta. Was, like you, you, I, were, I, I, was, you were in the movie pretty much. Yeah, you're yeah, that, that's, you're Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> I could see it. He's very nimble. Yeah. yeah, and I carry around the camera when I work, so. Um, <laughs> you do take a lot of pictures yes I do um, but yeah no I, I really do like this movie and it's always a fun movie to watch and then you know rewatch again because there is a lot going on especially with like the projections from the drones and stuff like that and I think that's just such cool technology and it's just so cool how they were able to overtake the Stark technology well I mean kind of like their own technology and um, you know get the Stark drones and use it against Gensen is kind of like, you know, Peter Peter Parker now has to like fight something that Tony built and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just the kind of, uh, you know, a great movie and kind of really made Peter Parker realize, okay, this is more than just, like, something I can do whenever I want. Like, this is the movie where he realized he needs to be Peter Parker all the time. It's not like a, you know, because he, he was choosing not to be Peter Parker, but he can't get away from it. He needs he needs to be Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. very liberal. With these S's. 
one thing I forgot about the uh, mention great di- great like dynamic between May and Happy that little relationship I feel like that yeah. was great especially Peter Happy like, realizing <laughs> like realizing like you you banging my aunt pretty much like. <laughs> Happy yeah, horny, a, man. <laughs> oh, very much so. Uh, yeah, Tom, I do kind of think you are a little liberal of the S, but this is your own opinion. It's okay. I do think this well, is... I think there's going to be more. There's going to be more. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like S... down to a to an A. I mean, I was it's like, what you want time. it to be. It's what no, you it's, want it's it to be. To Don't worry. You're Don't, Don't, Don't to let you. him pressure you, Tom. Dude, it's, it's, you it's do your you. Podcast. It's your podcast. Oh, no. it's my I mean, podcast. it's your opinion. <laughs> but um, what I think is an accurate S across the board, and I'd be surprised if someone didn't put it as an S. Spider Man: Far From Home. I mean, No Way Home. Excuse me. <laughs> Just said that. There's no Way Home. That is an S. Good movie. Had some issues with it here and there, but strongest one of the three, and you get every fucking Spider-Man in this. Every live-action Spider-Man is in here, and that is probably one of the coolest things to ever happen in the MCU. Just literally. I mean, for growing up watching Tobey Maguire, and you know, you become a little teenager, and then you fucking see Andrew Garfield, and he was good too, but then you get them all in one fucking movie. That's probably the most ambitious ambitious crossover ever, because who would have fucking thought that would actually happen one day? And it actually did. Just on that alone, it's S. That was just the acting, just seeing, like, you know, Tobey Maguire kind of be, like, a mentor more. I mean, they both, both of the older Spider-Mans were kind of mentors for young Peter Parker in the current MCU. But it was just fun. It was nostalgia you know tom talks about nostalgia for all the other ones this one is nostalgia heavy they rely on it in a way a little too much but you know it was really good it was really good the memes that they you know fan service huge movie that's another thing about mcu they're really big on the fan service i didn't mind i didn't hate all of it in this one either but really strong s big s i'd smash this movie (laughs) yeah i mean overall I feel like the movie was good. It was, if it was just, you know, like the other Spider-Man movies be like an A, B, but it it's the inclusion of all the other Spider-Man, not just Spider-Man, but the villains too, you know? Oh, yeah. Didn't even get to That's, say that. Yeah, yeah. David needs to, we, 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 I'll bring it up, of course. This is F's because of Willem Dafoe. The <laughs> fa- what he, the fact that he was, how amazing he was in the original Spider-Man. And you still got him a little bit in the next in Spider-Man two and three, but the fact that he just brought it to such a whole new level. And it's because I saw a tweet recently. Whoever thought of smashing the Green Goblin mask in the beginning of uh, No Way Home was a genius because of the fact we we were able to see Norman Osborn's face as the Green Goblin and how fucking demented he was was incredible. Just to see yeah. Willem Dafoe, his just his face yeah. acting. How simple of that was just incredible. And also, it's really him and Andrew Garfield gets his redemption. Even though, you know, I ha- I still haven't gone back to watch The Amazing Spider-Man, even though I do, especially because of this movie. He was a good Spider-Man in those movies. He was a good Peter Parker. He just got shit scripts and shit situations because it was Sony. Yeah. And I really would like him to get his own movie because he just crushed it in this. And Toby was he Toby. deserves it. 
Yeah, Toby, Toby was Toby. It was, it was Toby. He killed it. Fucking and not forget Afro Molina, Jamie Foxx. They killed it too. Sandman was there, and so was the lizard because he wants everyone to be a lizard. They were fine. <laughs> it was mainly just them. And of course, like Doctor Strange brought a whole element that his back and forth with Peter were pretty great, especially getting like Peter fucking with him was pretty awesome. Uh, and also MJ and Ned, the whole dynamic between MJ and Ned and Peter w- was great in all these movies, but really was amazing in this. And that's why it, it's an S it's gotta be an S cause and it's just, it was an event. It was an event for all fucking generations of Spider-Man fans. And I just, I'm, it's, I'm still happy just that we were able to get this. Type yeah. Thing. I'm still sad. I didn't get to own the actual, you know, disc version, but now having it to watch whenever I want, like I saw this twice in theaters and I would have went a third time if it wasn't for COVID going crazy in New York. This was awesome. But yeah, Tom, I let's hear need, your piece. I still need to see it a second time like that. And I'm still, it, I still will feel great about this, but I need to see it a second time. I'm putting it as uh, an S uh, because go. it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Compelling analysis from Tom. <laughs> I mean, you guys already said everything that I was thinking, so well, why do I need to waste our time? That's fair. I respect it, Tom. I respect it. <laughs> Short and to the point. I never thought Tom could be that way. <laughs> well, no, it was yeah. it was a good movie because it was, you know, I mean, the fact that he went to Doctor Strange after they just saved the whole universe and stuff like that, and even Doctor Strange, you know, brings that up like, you know, sometimes I forget, you know, you're just a kid after everything we've been through. Um, you know, and I, I think that was, you know, I think that was really cool. You know, and just everything they were able to do in that movie and accomplish. Yeah. I mean, this movie, I, I am surprised you gave it an S because at first, whoa, my mic just fell. When uh, when you found out that all three Spider-Men were in the movie, you just didn't seem impressed. Well, I knew going into it that there were three only because of the... Um, I don't, I don't know if it was fan art. The leak post, the fan art you saw, yeah. Whatever. I still think it was something out of Marvel. I think it was the poster, but whatever. Um, yeah. But either way, I mean, it was, it was still great. It was like, even though I knew all three was going in, I didn't know, um, all the villains that were going to be in this movie. I didn't know that the Green Goblin was going to be in. I didn't know that, um, you know, um, what's the lizard's guy's name? You know that, that the lizard. Guy. Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a weak villain name. Um, <laughs> done better. better than, I'll give it. It's better than like if they just said lizard man or something. They just went at least simple. Yeah, I mean, no Electro was in it. Me. I did not know he was going to be in it, and he. I loved how they brought the st- the Stark technology in it. I mean, come on, what's perfect for oh, yeah. Electro? Oh. Oh, no, seriously, what? Oh, we, what? Joe, we messed up. Of course, that's why it's in that. That's yeah. why. It's <laughs> why it's no, but no. Listen, it's because what's more perfect for Electrode than unlimited reusable power like the arc reactor? That's literally what that is that's like perfect and it's great how they were able to sure also... that's what he says in the movie are you done? <laughs> I'm done i'm done and it was great how 
they were able to, um, you know, show his Spidey sense. Because in the other two movies, we never really got to really witness, like, you know, like in the other two, like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield movies, you got to see when they got their spider sense. But this, they actually, you know, around his head, you know, and like that quick zoom in they got when they focused on his head on the bridge. And then when he was in, um, when they when Dr. Strange removed his um, astro farm from his body um, and he had like those like transparent, like almost like waves going around his head to show that his spider <clears throat> senses were still in play. Um, yeah. I thought that was really cool. It was a really cool way to show the audience that, all right, this is his like spider sense or his Peter tingle that was uh, in play. Oh. It was, it was cool. I yeah, I mean, I thought a cooler version of that was literally when he was trying when he realized that the Green Goblin's still a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that, like, that was that, that, was that, that scene was awesome. That was the best version of Peter Tingle, probably Spider Sense, like ever. That was that was amazing. I I was not expecting that, and that yeah. whole, whole uh, Peter versus Green Goblin WWE fight was incredible. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Batista oh, yeah, dominates the, the motel. Yeah, the, yeah, that was so sick. I will, um, I will mention another part. Um, I know this might bother Tom a little bit, but this is where I stand on it. I do enjoy the ending of this movie too because this kind of starts Peter from scratch. You know, because this entire time, and you know, I, I know this might trigger Tom, but he's just been Iron Man Junior. You know. I've kind of didn't really like that part of Spider-Man because that's not who Spider-Man really is. He doesn't get all this techie cool stuff until he fucking grows up and, you know, knows how to make this shit. He's been kind of getting everything handed down to him by Iron Man. So him now ending the movie where he's learned a bit from each of the Spider-Man and he still obviously has the shit that he's learned from having of his, you know, other mentor, Iron, uh, Iron Man, Tony. You know, now he gets to be starting from scratch, and I kind of like that part. Kind of wipes away everything else he's been through. Well, yeah, I agree yeah, with no. that. I just don't think it's true because of the fact that he started out. I agree with you. Sweat. You're just so wrong. <laughs> he started out in a sweatsuit. He made himself, you know, known by Tony Stark because of everything he was doing. So, yeah, Tony Stark helped him in the middle. But in the beginning, he, he, he started out where he began. He started out, you know, by him making his own suit, which is literally how it started out. And that, that suit was the original one from the comics. And, you know, that was also a really cool call back to the comics. Yeah, but like then just the rest of the the Spider-Man story, we're just, he's a little Iron Man's little, 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 little boy, you know? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just uh, gonna say the something. Ending, the, the ending was great and uh i know i mentioned this in the part that we recorded before but one thing i do enjoy is kind of when heroes lose and overall peter does really lose in this movie because no one knows who he is anymore it it, it sucks but there's there's a sense of hope there's a sense of that that ending was was very like it's really he's now the friendly neighborhood spider-man he's gonna just be Spider-Man, really. No one really cares about Peter Parker because no one knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. So, and I'm just very, very intrigued on what the fuck's going to happen next. Because I, I don't know. But yeah, who knows what's going to be great. All right, we're back on uh, part two 
of this, even though for you guys, it's the same episode. <laughs> we're just back a whole day later and we're going to still, we got to get our way through a bunch more movies. So, you know, let's, uh, let's get to our points and let's get to them fast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? And also I, I just to correct you, it's technically part three. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. When this laptop decided to shit on itself, that is fair. Okay. Um, hmm. Starting off, we got Black Panther. This movie is pretty fucking good. R.I.P. T'Challa. It's still crazy to think we're never going to get him again. Wakanda Forever has been shooting, and that went through, like, it took forever because of COVID, but then also, the you know, um, what's uh, what's her name again? The lead now, technically? Uh, the T-Show, right? Or uh, Shuri? Shuri, there you go. She's an anti-vaxxer, so she held up the fucking casting for it. I kind of wish they just fucking booted her off the set. I think she was also injured, I think, too. Yeah. There was also that. So, it's taking forever for Wakanda forever. Is that... That's slated for next year, right? Uh, I I don't know why I'm feeling maybe later this year. I I don't know. It's, It's relatively soon. Wakanda? Oh, it's still, yeah, 2022. It's listed on November 11th. Why do I feel uh, like that's going to get pushed back? Uh, I mean, uh, I've, I'm always anticipating that, of course, because, like, nowadays, but movies will just get pushed back. Yeah. Somehow. This movie is pretty fucking good. And there's just, you know, it's great to finally see a black superhero in a role, you know, because we've had, like, technically other black superheroes, if you count, like, <laughs> Shaq and Steel or Hank, Will Smith and Hancock, you know, Ooh. technically a black superhero. Controversial that's now. <laughs> that's but, one of the best black superheroes in my eyes, Hancock. That's a great movie. <laughs> that was a dope movie. I, won- I, w- I wonder if they ever thought about doing a second one. They probably didn't. Just never did it. But I'm going to put Black Panther. That's a solid ass. That's an ass movie. That's a really good one. That's a fun one to rewatch. And just everything about it. The story is strong. I do like Killmonger a lot. It's sad that he you know, had the RIP. But I could somehow, you know, because they could find a way to bring him back in some shape or form. I don't know. The multiverse is fucked up. So who knows? We still don't even know what the hell is happening in the MCU, basically. So I would love to see what they're going to do in the near future with the Wakanda, you know, Wakanda forever happening. Who knows? But this movie itself, this is a good one to rewatch. It also holds up really strong when you rewatch it. And it's one of my favorite ones to rewatch. So I'm throwing it in the S. What do you think, Finn? Uh, I'm going to go with just slightly lower. I'm going with the solid A. This is, again, I think, like, probably... Racist. <laughs> yeah. Probably <laughs> uh, it's probably, like, a, I think it's, like, top 10 MCU movie in my eyes. And, I mean, yes, it was groundbreaking, everything. Also groundbreaking, the fact that it was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars, which is pretty crazy to think of. Uh and who knows if like another MCU movie will ever get that like distinction. So it might just have that as like a, a big fuck you to the rest of the MCU. But uh, again, like I, I feel like I've mentioned with pretty much every movie that I think is great. It has a great villain. Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan absolutely kills it from the first scene. You see him till he eventually dies. He steals every scene. Just absolutely kills the entire role uh i i hope i hope you're right i hope 
there's a way we can bring them back. I also heard like murmurs of people like, I think I'm kind of now on the board, uh, the board of like maybe recasting T'Challa and people have brought, brought him up. I feel like he probably would be a good T'Challa, but I could also see someone maybe like uh, John David Washington could possibly step into that role too, someone like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't even need to recast him yet. I do think if they could, well, hey, I guess it, it doesn't it have to be the same universe, I feel. I feel like they could just pull him from any universe at this point, and it would be cool just to see that character live on, even if, unfortunately, it's not with the, you know, with the actual actor. But Yeah, I, I just, I, it, it all depends on how Wakanda Forever, like, how that's going to be. And I know it's going to be just basically about just Wakanda, and of course won't touch upon Black Panther, but I feel like it's just going to, it's going to miss that element. And yeah, you're not going to push Shuri into being Black Panther just yet, maybe after this next one. But uh, I really, I, feel like I, I really hope they don't. Just, <laughs> it, it, it might just be the best idea. Just like it, it sucks, but it might have to be done. Her being an anti-vaxxer for having such a smart character that relies on science just blows my fucking mind. But it would be cool you know, to see someone else take the mantle. And, you know, that movie itself is going to be interesting because they might, there's apparently going to maybe introduce Neymar. They could also possibly introduce Doc, Dr. Doom. So who even knows? But, uh, Tom, you've been awfully quiet. What's what's up, Tom? What do you think? Um, Where are you putting this movie? So this movie's an easy yes for me. Um, simply <laughs> because of the... Uh, you know, I mean, it, you know, it was a groundbreaking movie to have a full, um, you know, uh, black cast and I think that was very um, powerful message and I think it's just a very well put together movie and I mean it just it, it holds up to the rest of the other movies that came out after it you know it really blew it, it still you know it holds up very well against Infinity War and um, you know just ev- <laughs> everything else that's fair that's fair and the one thing we didn't bring up and I know Tom especially likes this the soundtracks one of the best. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. yeah. It has a really great soundtrack. I mean, possibly more. Yeah, possibly oh, in my yeah. eyes. Besides the Guardians, this might be top. Yeah, Guardians yeah. are like in a league of their own, and this is this is right up there. Yeah, but I have to re-listen to the soundtrack. It's been a while since you know I've heard Tom booming this playlist in the Bronx, so I haven't had a reason to listen to it. <laughs> But all right, let's uh, the one song from the playlist like each week. <laughs> Interesting, that's, that's he's he's the MCU stand. That's, <laughs> that's the MCU could do no wrong in Tom's eyes, <laughs> but no. there are some movies in here that I deem wrong. <laughs> um, one that I don't deem that wrong, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel's uh oh, this is another one where I really haven't rewatched it a bunch. I'm gonna put it in C category because there are redeeming factors for this movie. Samuel Jackson, the cat, <laughs> Talos. And that's about oh, Talos, yeah. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's about, about it. it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like I don't hate Carol Danvers, I don't hate Captain Marvel. I just uh, the movie was um it wasn't bad, but just wasn't the best out of all these other movies. I feel like for an intro to the character, it fell really flat. 
And I'm really hoping that the, you know, Miss Marvel show and the, the Marvels, the movie, when that comes out, I hope that one really, like, changes the light. Because I do like, I do like her. I do like the character. She was fun in uh, Endgame and shit like that. So it would be interesting to see where else they go with this character. But the movie was kind of mid. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I would put it, uh, I'd put it as day in my eyes i just besides goose the cat nick fury i mean samuel jackson he he kills it in anything he does but especially as a younger nick fury it's really cool to see and plus the you know with all the stuff i feel like it keeps continuously happening especially in the disney like world that the de-aging i feel like was very good in this movie some have like hit some have missed this was definitely a hit uh, and probably the one, the person who stole the whole thing was uh, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. Talos was start off as the villain, but then became just a funny ass alien that is scared of cats, which was you know definitely a redeeming part of the movie. But overall, yeah, it, it's I ain't gonna watch. I, I don't know when's the next time I watch this movie unless I do an MCU rewatch and. I really don't have that much of a desire because it's it's a bland origin story besides like certain characters that I mentioned. So ho- hopefully the next one's better. Miss Marvel, you know, the first trailer looked cool. So maybe that'll the inclusion of that and Monica and Rambo and like the next Captain Marvel movie will make it better. But I also think I don't think it'll get any worse. So kind of low expectations and I don't think it'll fail that bad. I feel that. Dom, stop messaging <laughs> Shane. This, I don't know what you're talking about. I put this movie at get, a... Get close C- to your laptop, my guy. Where are you? Sorry, I'm sorry. Was... Don't yell at him. <laughs> oh, God, it's like I'm in the middle of fucking school. Um, yeah, so I put this movie at a C um, because... I, I like the nostalgia behind it. Like, I really like how you got to see Agent Coulson, you know, just starting out in S.H.I.E.L.D. or, you know, even before, I guess, S.H.I.E.L.D. was... No, this was early, early Agent, like, like S.H.I.E.L.D. starting. Um, you know, Nick Fury kind of got some insight into that character, which we never really got any insight into any part of his life before this movie. Um, and we were really got... Um, you know, um, a really good character out of it. And I think it's, um, and I think this movie stuff that happened in the movie, especially the post credit scene where, oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, not the post credit scene. Um, but you know, the fact that she's able to go, you know, I think into the quantum realm, she's able to go into, that's pretty cool. Um, and some other stuff. Yeah. She went into the quantum realm. Am I crazy? I believe Captain Marvel can go into the quantum realm. Uh, but was that shown? Is this man bringing up comics again? It, it, um, I, I don't remember don't, this. Am I crazy? Read, we don't read in this podcast. <laughs> I pretend like I do. I do read yeah. the comics, but at least for what we're referencing, I don't want to mention that in the air. We're just talking about the movies flat out. All right. So let's cut it out. Let's, 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 let's just start over. Start all over. Yeah. All right, welcome to all Project right, well, <laughs> Oh man, Elio's still gonna. If Elio even listens to this fucking episode, he still won't even know. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so Tom puts that out C. Um, Finn, how about you start us off with this next movie? All right, so uh, next movie we got uh, Black Widow. Uh, this this is uh, yeah, this will be my my first F. Uh, <laughs> this movie was uh, overall. It, it, what, what just frustrates me is this was like five year, five six years just too late. Yeah, like, this this would have been like a good, decent, fine MCU movie if it came out when right it was after Civil War or a little after Civil War. If like it came out right in the timeline where it was actually supposed to be in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that would have uh, helped out a lot, but. Just like it, it sucks because like it was a nice, it was kind of a nice send off for Scott Johansson, Black Widow, you know, R.I.P. But like at the same time, it, it you didn't need this movie to. I feel like she got a nice, she sacrificed herself for the universe, you know, as being the former spy that was you know a little bad, ends up making a heroic sacrifice. I feel like that was a good send off. They tried to do this movie. Just way too late. The one, the or two, I'd say redeeming factors. Of this was Yelena and I forgot what David Harbour's character. Red was. Guardian. Red Guardian. He was great, but that's just because I feel like David Harbour is great in like everything he does. And uh, the mom too was it, the whole family dynamic. That was really the only parts of the movie that I enjoyed was when the family was together. But yeah, overall, this I I don't know. Even if I do a rewatch, I don't think I'm rewatching this movie <laughs> no i mean i i want to give it a c but also i do respect the character and everything she's done for the mcu despite the legal stuff that she created for herself um i mean they disney did kind of screw her over because i think it is in the contract but also it's like you know oh they definitely I don't screwed that but yeah you know it's um I don't know it's it's still a good movie. The fight scenes and everything in it were very very interesting. You know, in that red room and stuff like that, and that whole organization. Um, and you know, we got another character that's probably gonna carry on the Black Widow name, but we'll see. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm throwing this as an F. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I very much agree with Finn. This movie and. It's five years too fucking late. This should have came out, you know, around the same time as Civil War. And I see, I understand that, you know, this is kind of a send off for her. But like, the only redeeming qualities is, like you said, it's Elena and the Red Guardian, and those were really good, like good characters. They were funny, and you know, obviously, seeing what Elena does in the rest of the MCU so far, like you know, being an added character and going to be a more shit, she does a good job. But was kind of just, I don't know. This movie was a waste of time. Like another character that they fucking butchered was Taskmaster. Uh, Taskmaster. That character is supposed to be a lot cooler and have a lot more things to do. They just kind of threw it away. It's like that's why it kind of pisses me off about the MCU. They have characters that end up just being one-off characters that they fucking ruin. Like you know, this would have been a dope character to keep around. Ultron is the same way. So it's fucking annoying. So yeah, that's uh, that's an F for me. It still has redeeming qualities, but they're just not enough to actually make me really enjoy this movie. And when I have to rewatch it, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Scarlett Johansson's cool. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, just to add one more thing, the what I feel like this 
the big problem with this with like the Taskmaster involvement and everything was what earlier MCU movies and other MCU movies have, you know, hurt is the villain. The villain, I don't even know what the fuck the villain was. What the guys, I know of there was that guy. I don't remember his name. He was just a Russian guy that was ran the Red Room. That's really all I remember, him being the villain. But yeah, it was just like a bland, nothing, not, not impressive villain that I think that's one big thing that hurt it. Yeah. Um. Next movie is up here. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. How's Shang Chi? Uh, Shang. All right, Tom. So take us away on Shang Chi. So Shang Chi. Um. Ch- I'm sorry. Chung Chi. Um, Chung. It's Shang. Shang. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I Sound like you said Chung. Yeah. Well, great movie. The soundtrack in it was amazing i loved how they added in the songs from the sound into the actual like fight scenes um and you could actually like the the beat of that song was like so heavy and fit so perfectly with that fight scene and oh my gosh the fight scenes were amazing especially when we got introduced to the 10 rings and it was such a great like full circle completion from iron man 3 i was waiting for <laughs> I, I just love that we were able to really see like like trevor him explain and like what happened to trevor because there was actually a short um hail the king or some shit yeah, like that ha- yeah all hail the king um that showed him in prison and then he got i, mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody if you haven't seen it but yeah the you know and then it explains why is he here what happened and who the real um mandarin is you know, and he has the Ten Rings, which we were dying to see in Iron Man 3. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack's amazing. Um, and overall, just great movie. So I give it an S. Okay, that's fair. Um, I was thinking of giving this movie an S, but I'm going to give it an A. I don't know. I think this is a fantastic movie. Probably some of the best fighting in the MCU ever. Just it was amazing choreography, but I'm gonna put it at an A, just because I don't think it's at the same quality as I would put a Black Panther, uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, and a Guardians. But maybe after a rewatch, because I've only seen it the one time in theaters, maybe it might change my mind. Because I do think it is a heavy contender for an S. If this was, if there was an A plus, this would be an A plus. But I'm gonna keep it at an A. Mm, yeah. Uh... So I'm I'm a little torn. I'm between it. I feel like in my eyes this is like a B plus. Main. I mean I I agree. Tom made a great point, and so you Joe that I feel like this is probably the best fighting ever in the MCU. It was absolutely incredible. Just the the whole story was great and everything. My just big problem with this movie and why I'm probably just gonna put it as a B. One I do need to rewatch it again. That might bump it up to an a the the kind of ending the the end fight was honestly probably the the of the fights that we got was probably the worst one yeah that was mainly because like it it just felt like the dragons were a little cheesy in my it was it it was like it turned into like it turned into like how i train your dragon or worse when like daenerys rides the dragon for the first time in game of thrones like it's just a little awkward in yeah. like the MCU movie, but overall, the Mandarin, 
was really cool. The Ten Rings, Tom's right. Mm-hmm. Those are sick. I, we need to see more of the rings. Those are fire. And yes, soundtrack was really cool. Trevor with uh, what was the the, the like, pig thing? The pig, the whatever <laughs> thing. That was yeah. that, that was awesome. Uh, you know, I I don't like love Aquafina, but I feel like she did a good job here. She was like perfect, like sidekick type role. Uh, in the movie, and Simu Michelle, Liu. Michelle Yao is good in this, too. Yes. Michelle, I mean, she's... What isn't she good in? Uh, but Simu Liu, I feel like he just fit in the this MCU perfectly. He's got the perfect... Where he's got the build, he can fight his ass off, and he's really funny. So I yeah. think that all works out. And uh, what is it? I feel like there was one more thing I wanted to mention, but I forgot it, so shit. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna say it's like a B plus in my eyes, but I'm gonna lean it just more to a B because right now I do have a lot of A's, so I want to give it maybe a little bit of balance. That is fair. Oh um, yeah, the, the mid credit scene. That's what I want to say. Great mid credit scene with Wong. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. California. That's what I want to bring. Up. <laughs> that, that, was, that was possibly the funniest mid credit scene in MCU history. That was really good. And you do make a good point. I do really like him as a main character um, of this movie because I uh, I never really knew of who the fuck he was. I know he was in Kim's Convenience because you told me that. Yeah, he's but really good in that. I didn't really know of him besides just hearing you talk about that. But I liked him. I'm excited to see him in other MCU properties and also just other movies. He was fun. I know he's going to be in some type of movie with that has kind of like a star-studded cast, or at least he has a good co-star. I heard um, you brought up something that I was going to bring up. I don't have a problem with Aquafina, but I don't like her in this movie. <laughs> I didn't like her like at certain points. I didn't like where she almost could have like basically saved a day somewhat sort of like it was kind of like cliche of like the person puts on a bow and arrow for like or just like something for the first time and has ended up is really good. Robin, she's Robin Hood somehow. Like, yeah, that was, right. that was uh, <laughs> to like borrow. Tom's like term, little unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, that 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 definitely didn't rub me the right way. <laughs> so I'm gonna. That's another reason why, like, that would push it maybe more towards a B. But I really like this movie, and I do look forward to rewatching it at some point. A movie that I almost was gonna rewatch, but it was a long ass fucking movie, and I kind of didn't want to. Eternals. That's uh, that's a B for me. <laughs> I liked Eternals, but I don't know. There's just a lot of things that might even convince myself to put it in C category. But I um, I just didn't really give that much. I didn't really give a shit about the cast, pretty much. <laughs> like They introduced, like, this was the first time Marvel, not the first time, but Marvel has introduced us to randos before. Especially as casual MCU, like Marvel fans, like for people that, you know, they're taking a gamble on giving us these people because, you know, it was a gamble giving us Shang-Chi, but it worked out really well. It was like, well, it was a gamble giving us the Guardians, and obviously that worked well. Eternals are another one where it's like, unless you read the comic books, you don't know who the fuck these people are. And because they have like a very star-studded cast that helps out... But they kind of just didn't make me care about them. They didn't do anything really to make me care. They go back and forth too much between present and the past, where after a while it's like, it's kind of jarring. And also the fucking movie was like weird at certain points where it was just really dark for no reason. Like, I remember that one fight scene that they do, 
um, in the woods. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I can't see half of this. Um, maybe that was just the movie theater itself, but I heard other people had the same complaint. But there are some redeeming you know, moments of the movie that I do like. And this does set up a lot of different things that are going to happen in the MCU, obviously involving the Eternals. Um, when we, what we said on the lost, (laughs) lost footage of this episode, lost audio, but Thanos was kind of right. Cause him wiping off half of the universe would really have prevented a lot of this shit from going down. Of what the, you know, what the Eternals, uh, what the, what what are the fault? The Titans are actually up to and shit like that. But, yeah, Thanos was right, and this movie is a B. Could possibly go to a C if I rewatch it, and I don't have a fun time. <laughs> uh, this is similar in a Shang Chi type thing, where I'm kind of between a B and a C, and I think I'm just going to lean towards a C because, again, only watch it once, and like I enjoyed the movie. So it, it it runs a tad long, uh, definitely. It's I mean, I feel like all Marvel movies are going to be you know, well over two hours besides Dr. Strange multiverse man. It sounds like it's just over two, two hours, but that's just like the norm nowadays, but this, it, it drags a little bit like in the middle, but the positives is some of the characters are like, I knew he was going to be great. Kumail Nanjiani, but Kingo was, was possibly, was one of the best characters. The best character was, uh, Kuran, his sidekick. He, he stole, every scene that he was oh in. yeah he was awesome <laughs> he was awesome and so was uh gilgamesh gilgamesh was great. that was like one thing that i also brings down he was possibly like bes- my second maybe favorite eternal and r.i.p to to a real one uh but yeah he was uh he was really good and honestly richard madden uh rob stark is icarus he, he was good kind of sensed that he was bad and it was it was right and you know, I hope I I know he he might have died, went into the sun. I don't know. We didn't I see wanted, the body, so <laughs> you don't see the body exactly. You don't see the body. It's the MCU. Anything can happen. So I hope he's back. But yeah, I think after maybe another rewatch. I'll maybe go to a B. But I feel like it's just an average good, especially like compared to the run that the MCU's had these last yeah. years. It's it's unfortunately not as good as not even as good as the one that came before shang chi like shang chi i feel like much better movie in my eyes so yeah i'm just gonna have to give it a c yeah i feel that i feel like if i dug deeper i'd probably give it a c because also i'm looking at google right now i did not like sprite sprite pits me off half the time on very (laughs) probably If I could make a ranking, if we ever did a tier list of, like, unlikable characters that you're not supposed to not like, you know, or, like, you know, clearly they're not supposed to give you that much of a reason to hate them, but they do, she's on there. Um, But I I did... I wasn't a fan of, what was it? uh, Barry Barry Kogan, or whatever his name is? Druig, Druig. I wasn't wasn't too happy that this guy was going to be, you know... The Joker and Batman. I, I was I wasn't getting like too excited, but I have a feeling he's probably gonna kill that. But he was, you know how I'm I'm a fan sometimes of diddly characters, and he was, but he wasn't the good type of. Besides when he beat nine till he beat the shit, he beat the shit right. then he he redeemed himself a little bit in my eyes. So that's uh, I enjoy oh. that, but yeah. Also, really good mid credit mid end credit scene, whatever you want to call it, because now we got two crazy things. I mean, well. 
crazy for other people's Harry Styles being in the MCU. I still think that's kind of weird, but you know, I mean, good for him. But um, fucking the Blade moment in that movie, the little whispers like that he does tell, talking to Kit Harrington. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me real hype for Blade. And I watched Blade 1 after a couple weeks after that, and that was so fun. So, yeah. Tom, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Turn up, Tom. <laughs> Big question mark. Haven't seen it. Ah. Ah, uh, I, I thought you did see it. No, I do remember him <laughs> saying he hasn't seen it. I could have sworn I heard that he fi- that he finally saw it, man. We just ruined the whole movie. Yeah, for him, we kind of ruined the movie. <laughs> no, I wasn't listening think... to you guys. Normally, I don't listen to you guys, but I definitely. <laughs> yeah, to no, you. that does. That's usually what you don't listen to us. Ah, <laughs> so. oh, Tom, you should have said something. We just went off and ruined the whole movie for you. I, I gave, I gave, yeah, I gave him one. I definitely spoiled one big chunk, but uh, I didn't hear it. I thought you weren't supposed to be sad anymore. What's going on here? (laughs) I'm not sad. (laughs) All right, then tell us what do you think about WandaVision? WandaVision? Where did I put that? Hold on. Oh, all right. So WandaVision, I really love this. This was great. I mean, it was the first one to really kick off the Marvel, you know, streaming different... Uh, like episodes and stuff like that which i thought was so sick and honestly i like that a lot more than the movies i mean i love the movies but they could jam-pack so much more detail in the <laughs> show than they could have in the movie because the movie you're limited to like three hours wow like you're really switching hours. sides i feel like before you used to you hated the idea of these shows <laughs> yeah you're right i did, did but after watching the experience i'm like wow there's so much more detail in, mm-hmm. the, in each episode. I'm like, this is actually sick. So if it's done right, it definitely can be better than the movies. So I put this one at an A. Um, and the reason why it's not an S is because... Um, uh, not, you know... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it could be an S. It definitely could be an S. It is like kind of like just... You're, you're so thinking of smashing it, you know. I mean, <laughs> that, that's like right on the cusp of that. So what are yeah. you putting it as? I don't know. I mean, is there a soundtrack to this? Because I'm a big soundtrack. Oh, my Wanda God. Vision. This guy on the soundtracks. <laughs> that's an I. I mean, most of it... So now I'm just going to start talking. Um, The music, I do think, like here and there, because each episode, for at least the first three, they're all like different imitations of like old TV styles. So, like, the music kind of at certain points was kind of imitating that, but they don't have like a Kendrick Lamar on there, Tom. I don't think think any of these Disney shows actually have real soundtracks. They're not, excuse me, they're not big budget properties like the like the movies, so they probably don't. Yeah, I... This movie's just... Or this TV show's so great. I, I, <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I'm putting it as an S. I don't care yeah, if I have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now, right now I have you're, one, You're two, debating three, four, way too five, much. Just put an S seven. my guy. I have seven S's right now. Yeah, I think you're too liberal with the S's, not gonna lie, but it is your opinion. Yeah, no, wait, you know... Crazy. You're definitely, I, I see some other ones that you're definitely going to be putting in S as well. So, yeah. um, I'm putting on the vision as I'm putting it as, ooh, I'm debating between an A and a B, and I think I'm going to give it an A. The hell was that? 
Um, I'm going to give it an A. I really like this show. Mostly because I really like the whole, you know, old-timey, like, episodes that they do when they go from different eras and just, like, I really like that part. That's probably one of the coolest things I've seen. And I was like, that was a creative approach that they took a gamble on, and I thought it was really dope. And, you know, also, Jimmy Woo, um, whatever her name is from Two Broke Girls, I'm forgetting it right now. Pat Dunnings. There you go. They were awesome. I liked them. They could have their own fucking spinoff show, and that would be probably pretty awesome. Just them doing stupid-ass shit. Also, Monica Rambeau got introduced here, and I like Monica Rambeau. And this was like our first real glimpse of how life is for someone post-blip. Uh, post you know, not really. Like, even Spider-Man and stuff, but this was different. Like, we actually get to see her come out, you know, mid, like, once the snap is, you know, reversed. So that was pretty cool, and see everything from there. And, um... This really made me actually like Wanda a lot more, and Vision. Vision, I thought was a eh. Wanda. You know, she's the actor. The actress is pretty awesome, but you know, this actually made me care about the character and the effects that she has done to it. It's been pretty cool, but um, I don't think it's like an S tier. There are other Marvel shows that have a better contention for that, and there is one that I'd probably throw in there, but not this one. Uh, yeah, I'm very similar with you. Where I, I feel like it is like an between an A and a B. And I think I'm just going to slightly put it as a B uh, because, you know, those, those first two episodes, it kind of start off. You, you didn't know how it was going to be like. And I feel like even through rewatching it, I did enjoy going through all like the different eras of TV and everything. That was a really cool aspect. And like, really they went for it and it worked out. It could have went horribly wrong, but it, it really did work out for them. And I feel like when we reviewed like the finale of WandaVision, it wasn't like we were expecting just a little bit more. Not, of course, Mephisto. Yeah. We wanted that. We wanted all this stuff. We were a little disappointed by that, but that was more just everyone wanting crazy shit and everything that we just didn't get. But it did kind of like fall a little flat in the finale. But those like episodes I, I, three, three for like seven was was AS material. Those were killer, mainly because of people like Jimmy Woo, Agatha. Agatha. Agatha like, she, she, cru- like, Major Catherine S. Han, Major yeah, S. She was, like, <laughs> possibly the best Marvel TV character we have and possibly will ever have. She was, knocked it right out of the damn park. Uh, and yeah, I, I didn't enjoy a lot of the characters, just a little bit of stuff. I I was I'm on the side. I feel like the Ralph Boner thing was funny, but I could see why everyone doesn't like it, and it was kind of big, like fuck you to everyone. Yeah, at the end of the day, though, it's still a big tease. Though it's still a big tease to what the bigger multiverse has now become. Because look about it, we got that little tease, but it kind of still brought us to where we're at now, where all these properties are kind of colliding now. So you know, still big FU, but kind of. Kind of worked out, paid off a little bit. And what uh, I will talk, this is the first show that we're talking about, but you you already mentioned it before. Characters that like people probably enjoyed, I didn't really care that much about, but you like them so much more. And mainly because Tom's saying you get to flesh out their stories, get them to develop a lot more because of these shows. And that's why there's going to be shows forever now, I feel like for the MCU. Uh, especially the format they're doing now where like they'll 
like Moon Knight right now, six episodes, and its finale is a day before a new Marvel movie is supposed to release. So it's like it, they're going to just continue to do that so that the MCU is always churning no matter what. Even if like a movie is delayed and everything, the TV shows, they got so many back end and who knows they'll do other. I don't, this seems like it's, it was a one season thing, but other ones could definitely be multiple seasons. So we'll see. But uh, I did enjoy this. It's just certain things. I, I would like to put it as like a B plus right there to like an A, but I'll just put it, put it in B. Because there's there's one particular show that I feel like is above it in my eyes. So. I agree. I agree. Um, next one on this list is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I really like this. I'm throwing it in an A. This is another one where it's like you give us Winter Soldier, you know, you give us Bucky. Everyone fucking loves Bucky for the most part, except for you know Tom. Tom wants to kill this guy. <laughs> um, but I mean, wasn't I? I did not like this guy before this show but i'll get into that yeah that's true you didn't like him either um i thought this was really cool also this show got real woke real fast but in a way that was really good you know i didn't hate how woke it got it got because there are some times where they kind of like put that shit in your face and you're like oh my god like that's kind of done tacky I liked how they did it, especially, you know, giving us a black Captain America that no one really knew about beforehand and, you know, explain how, you know, his whole history just got whitewashed. And there was a lot of touching moments that this show brought. I felt like this show had a lot of sentimental stuff in it and it was done well and I liked it. So it's an A. Uh, feel free to go. <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> uh, so I so think I'm... Think that, oh, 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 no, Tom, Tom, that's all you. It's all you, Tom. Um, yes, I agree with Joe. I think it's an A. I really do. I, I loved how they brought in, um, uh, what, what's his name? Um, Zenith, right? Zemo. Zemo, Zemo, yeah. I really liked how they brought him back and he just became like such like a major character out of this whole thing. And oh my gosh, he was such a beloved character after that. Oh, that, um, I, I completely yeah. forgot about Z- Zemo vibing, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah the club, this pumping, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, um, he was, he was a vibe. Yeah, and it was just overall like such a great movie and to bring like two people that like love the same person, but then that person kind of you know passed away or whatever, and they just kind of like didn't see agree with each other, but they had to join forces to kind of like save that person's legacy almost and and we all know who that person is um but yeah it was it was a great it was very well done it was it was a very good um show right after wandavision because it it held up to wandavision i felt like but it it definitely couldn't replace from wandavision uh yeah i have i remember especially right after uh falcon and winter soldier like ended i it was tough to pick between which i liked more that's why i'm just gonna put it as a b it's probably like an at b plus similar to wandavision but i'll just put it like they're like deadlocked i need to watch these again uh but yeah it's it's really i know it's the show is called falcon winter soldier but that's the best part the chemistry between sebastian Stan and anthony mackie was just at, incredible in this show uh whether it got serious, especially when it was funny, that 
two i feel like great actors just went in it i i was gonna completely forget to mention zemo but having him back like he was he was a good villain but he was he was in the background of civil war we didn't get to see him a lot but to learn a little bit more about him and hopefully get to see him again getting to see bucky uh deal with like his demons in wakanda that was such a like a powerful scene of course sam confronting all the people when he first like pretty much becomes captain america and that whole like speech on the news that was very emotional and everything it's the show just has so much elements to it but like some negatives overall again kind of an mcu theme the villain was john walker on the other hand he was great but like was it Carly Morgenthau and like those, I forgot what the group of those people, they were whatever, but like, I forgot John Walker. He, Carly Morgan, she was annoying as hell after time. That was pissing me off. And she was, she was British, right? So yeah, who, who, who cares about the Brits? But like, uh, yeah, I feel was, I, I just know he's Kurt Russell's son. I forgot it, what his actual name is, but he, he, Wyatt Russell. He was really good at yeah. John Walker, and I do like. There's certain people that we, we're going to see eventually down the line, and he's one of them. Uh, and I'm really interested. And you know, now this makes me pumped for Captain America four, well, and hopefully it's just pretty much a movie version of uh, the boys getting back together, probably on a boat again. Yeah, that boat scene was pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two, two. Next movie on this list is Iron Man two. Um, I'm gonna be short, simple, to the point. It's an A for me. Uh, actually, no, it's a B for me. I'm sorry, Tom. But Tom, feel free to let us know what you're thinking. <laughs> Iron Man two will be for me. Um, <laughs> if I can find it, hold on. Where the fuck is it? You can still explain it. Oh, I got it. It's right here. Um, so I really loved seeing um, Whiplash and seeing how all how sick was the Mark Five, the suitcase. Like that was the that start was cool. of Tony Stark. Instead of having to go to his place, have the whole suit put on, that was his first attempt in making the suit portable. Um, mm-hmm. Was the Mark Five? making into a suitcase and that's kind of like what then led us into like the mark seven which was that coffin looking one um in um what was that oh was that in the first avengers oh no that wasn't the first avengers iron man 3, oh yeah I, so I in the first know. yeah so, i honestly don't know i might be getting mixed up with the marks but yeah, yeah, either but... way this was like his next evolution in trying to uh, make the suit more portable, which obviously the end game was to make it as portable as it was where it wasn't like a heavy suitcase or, um, you know, like the Mark 42 where it had to like fly to him or the Mark 7 where it had to like, you know, it, it line up with the wristbands and shit like that. You know, this it, it was it was cool. It was very cool. Um, seeing a little bit of like the Stark Expo and having Tony you know what was keeping him alive was also killing him the arc reactor and he had to create a whole new um you know element just to stay alive and his dad kind of left him the blueprints to do that and he was able to um you know kind of put away some demons and some unfinished things that he had with his father 
Um, and it was it was a great movie. I really loved it. So I'm gonna put it at a uh, I'm gonna put it at a a. Oh, wow. well, I, I, he does have that. Th- like this is. I know we'll get to the other one, but yeah, he. I know this is probably his least favorite Iron Man out of all of them. But uh, I do, uh, I, I do love this one. But overall, this movie was more focused on Tony trying to find himself and try to, you know, really put away some demons with his father and his past. And I feel like that's also half of Iron Man three. Him trying to find himself. <laughs> Well, Iron Man three. Well, we can get to that. We can get to that. But uh, yeah, I, I'm. I, I was surprised really by Joe's ranking, especially at first when you saw A, but went down to B. I thought this was gonna be a hot. I feel like this is a hot take in maybe other Marvel circles. I have it as just like a C. This does have a special place in my heart. I do enjoy this movie mainly because of like certain ridiculous aspects of it. Mainly Whiplash. I mean, he's. I, I want my bird. Thing. <laughs> I think this movie is fun, which is what makes me it's, put it out of B. It's a fun one. It makes me look past some of the problems yeah, that I have it's with had it. A lot. One one problem that I wish that Justin Hammer. I feel like he there was so much more potential to his. Career, oh yeah. Especially what's why I'm, Sam Rockwell. He's a phenomenal actor, and I feel I hope there's a way. He's brought back because I really enjoyed him. I think we're going to see him in Armor Wars whenever that comes out. Maybe that that would be great. I I would really like because I feel like he had something. But yeah, Tom did mention that the whole, uh, you know, suitcase thing. That that shot is still one of the more iconic shots in all of the MCU. And I mean, Elon Musk is in this movie, so you know that that bumps it up a few notches. You know the. Shout out to Elon and uh yeah, I just it, it is a ridiculous movie that I just enjoy. I know it has its faults and it probably deserves to be lower in like a D or an F in probably most people's minds. Yeah. Especially the more like critical MCU fans, it's probably really low, but uh, I got I got like a the soft spot for it and I, I enjoy it. And you know, we get we get uh what's his name? Uh Don Cheeto Zrody. Yeah, he was dope. That. The whole scene of them fighting together in Stark in his Stark place, yeah, whatever he would whatever you call it, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> and that's I just thought it, it's kind of the beginning, but the whole like Senate hearing thing that's a that is a that is a good scene. scene. Yeah, that's a great scene, no matter what. Especially the the Senate the, telling Iron Man to go fuck himself, pretty much. <laughs> that, that's great. Uh, next on the list, we got Loki and for sake of time, I'm just going to say it in 30 seconds or less. Maybe this is an S because Loki is awesome. This does a lot of cool moments with Loki and just him discovering himself and really just showing like, he's more of like an anti-hero. Shut up, Alexa. Say that again. <laughs> is that Alex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I changed the voice. I was getting annoyed of the lady's voice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Loki is an S show. Very hyped. I hope this is getting a season two. I think it will. I don't know. Or maybe we'll get more answers from it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it like is. It's just, it, I don't, it's going to be, it's going to take a little bit. That's what yeah. I feel like we're going to have to wait to see like, like quantum mania or whatever first and stuff. stuff so amazing show. 
I, anyone could go into more detail, but try not to for sake of time. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it quick. And uh, what I've realized, I think I just have the shows and the movies a little like grade them a little bit. Like I feel like this is an S show, but I'm gonna put it in A because as much as I do love it, especially the finale was incredible, mainly because of Kang. Jonathan May just killed that. Can't wait to see Quantum Mania. But overall, just Loki being one of the best characters in all the MCU. That's just it. And it it's one of the the show the Marvel shows. I don't think it misses a step. Like there's some like, you know, yeah. like episodes or the episodes that aren't as good as some. This just keeps going at such a great level, like starts off great and just keeps going that I'm I'm just gonna go. It's probably an S, honestly, but I'm just gonna put it in an A because want to keep S a little sacred in my eyes. And I got alligator Loki in this, so. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, Owen Wilson, Lightning McQueen. Oh yeah, come on, with a mustache. Good show. <laughs> All right, Tom. Um. Yeah, this one uh, is an S for me. I really enjoyed it. I really think it's. Um. It really showed, uh, you know, Loki. I was just so happy to see Loki again. I knew at the end of, you know, um, Avengers Endgame, when they go back in time and Loki takes the Tesseract in 2012, I knew, like, he was somewhere. And it was kind of nice to have that closure and kind of nice to see him again. Um, And I love the the character Loki, so. Cool. Yeah, just just one thing, that whole scene of seeing Loki see like his death through Thor's eyes and everything, that's that was my god. Tom Hilston, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Tom Hilston is probably one of the best actors they got here. They have a lot of great actors, you know, and you're only a great actor unless you're part of the MCU. <laughs> but you know, as Tom would say, but uh real actor. Real actor. Yeah. But that was really good. Uh, next is what if I haven't finished it. I was going to try and finish it by tomorrow. Let's see if that happens. Because that's when the movie, you know, Doctor Strange comes out and uh, probably ties into it a bit. Especially with the trailer show. But I'm leaving it a question mark because I don't know what happens. I kind of know what happens, but I don't know what really happens. Yeah, I'm going quick. I, I thought I only watched like the first like three episodes. What turns out is I pretty much watched like most of it. I didn't finish like the last like three episodes, I think. So I'm still going to put it as a question mark. Cause yeah. Cause who knows? But, the ending could have been really good. Then right. is it a better, but different but the rating? One thing is I, I really enjoyed the uh, episode where, uh, T'Challa is star Lord that mainly cause uh, it was the last yeah. RIP Chadwick Boseman. It was his last role as T'Challa really. So that was cool, but it was, it was cool. And Thanos, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but Thanos involvement in it is pretty cool. So that's why I've seen the clips of it and it is pretty cool. So yeah, that's, but I want to watch, but that, that's why I'm also kind of low on it. Cause like I didn't finish it for some reason. I don't think it intrigued me enough, especially some of the, some yeah. of the ones were like, like, eh, so especially I mean, where it's still questionable how canon it really is because these are all like stories of like obviously what if and now with the trailers and what we've seen in Doctor Strange like who knows there's still questions and whatnot because it's not officially said to be fully canon or not so Thomas um haven't really seen it there you go question mark there you go perfect um Hawkeye that is a solid B that's a B show 
made me care about the character a lot. I really had fun watching this show, especially with the tracksuit mafia. It's probably one of the funniest things you could add into the show. Um, they got a dog, even better. Uh, the LARPers are pretty funny, too. Um, overall, I like this, but it just didn't It didn't live up to what a WandaVision was, the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Loki, but it was still solid. Like, this was really good. Like, this is a strong B. Yeah, I, I'm just going to give it, like, uh, a solid C because ma- mainly I, I I did enjoy this mo- this uh, show. It's just WandaVision, uh, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Loki, just they're better in my eyes. So uh, uh, that's why I'm just really just putting a C because of that. Like I, I enjoyed it, but there's just been better MCU movies and MCU shows so far in my eyes. So that's why I just put it as a C. Yeah. Yeah, I just started it. So question mark mark for Tommy two phones. Um, Moon Knight. I'm putting a question mark because I haven't seen the last three episodes. So see when I'll get through that in the coming weeks. But Finn is the only one who's fully yeah, seen it. I was so. gonna say, Tom, I'm guessing you haven't seen it. No, not yet, brother. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> for me, uh, I'm I'm gonna put it as a B. It it was an enjoyable show. The main like the one critique I just have it. It's a pretty confusing show. It it's it's a lot of place. It gets a little bit more. You understand it more these last two episodes, which are really good. I feel like the two best uh, of the series. Uh, but I, the main takeaway is I just want to see more of Moon Knight. I want to see more Oscar Isaac. He he's amazing. He's great. I, the the whole the dual the dual the two guys that he's pretty much playing. It fits perfectly into the MCU. It's kind of got some like. It, it it gets serious and like pretty pretty graphic at times, which I enjoy. And the biggest thing is I think Ethan Hawke kills it as the villain. He, he he's a he's incredible. That that's what I think. So yeah, I'll give it a give it a nice nice B. It's right on par, I feel like, with like the WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, especially with the last two episodes. Cool. Looking forward to it. Oh, boy, here it is, the one I've been waiting to hear. I'm going to just start my thing. This is my first no, D. No, no, no. Oh, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I don't want I want Tom to hear our opinions first and then get him, give him his monologue. Um, Iron Man 3, I didn't really like it that much. I'm sorry, Tom. It's, it's a hard one for me to watch. It's, it has its, you know, I do like the all of the Iron Man suit moments, which is the end. But as I said in the law in the beginning, when we talked about Iron Man, I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow in this. I definitely didn't like it when she's getting her own fight scenes and all that. It just felt tacky and forced. Um, I, this the kid scene, him with the little kid kind of bothered me too. I didn't like that either. Kid sucks. The kid was whack. Um, if anything, you know, the scenes with Happy were really good. Those were redeeming for me. But it's happy. Yeah, you can't do no wrong. But I'm not gonna lie, this was the weakest of the of the three movies, and I know Tom has a different opinion on it, but I'm sorry, man. I did not like this one that much. And it's like I don't enjoy rewatching it. (laughs) Yeah, uh 
Yeah, it's it's an F for me, dog. Uh, <laughs> I was generous. I think it's I, I like it more than Black Widow. <laughs> I think it's yeah, I think it's above Black Widow probably in my eyes, but but it's mainly because I think it's probably like a D or so, but I gotta give it an F because Tom, Tom makes me hate this movie more. Uh, but yeah, I'm just all your points are right. The whole Mandarin twist. Oh, it's that lame. fucking killed me. Yeah, that was lame. And really, really, the end. I know Tom's probably going to hate the, this opinion, but the ending, now thinking back, makes absolutely no sense. He gives up being Iron Man and then is Iron Man for how many more movies again? <laughs> <laughs> this would have kind of made sense if, oh, he's done forever. Never Iron Man again. And then but I think it just pretty much just goes right into Age Ultron. He's still Iron Man. I felt exactly like how Bruce Banner did when he's, you know, because we find out this oh, yeah. is this is Mark, Tony Stark is just explaining this all to Bruce Banner, and Bruce Banner basically woke up because <laughs> he was sleeping. Yeah, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that one. I will a lot. Get one good thing: the him saving all those people on the plane is a really cool scene. That is, yeah, that was smart. Cool. The way he used his, you know, intellect and the suit just to combine it and, you know, safely bring all those people there. Should they have all died? Yeah, that was very unrealistic, but they all should have ripped their own limbs apart, but uh, somehow it worked. <laughs> How did no one have sweaty hands and it didn't work? But then, oh yeah, no, he like connected them using whatever the hell he did. I don't know. Tom probably knows it. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> All right, Tom, you, you have the this floor for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> you done? Yeah. So I absolutely fell in love with the soundtrack for this movie. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, now, that's not the reason why I love this movie. I actually have a right, poster can, of this. Can you, just right pl- above. can you just please say the, the rating at least at first? No, I have to do it at the end. Oh, oh, I actually God. have a poster of this movie right above my it's desk. It's a good poster. Work. It's a good poster. I'll give you that. Yeah. Now, the significance of this movie was that he was so engulfed with trying to protect the one thing he can't live without. He was so engulfed with trying to get ready for that next big threat because he still had PTSD from the battle in New York. So he was building all these suits, all different ways on how the suits can, you know, come to him, you know, by him just, you know, making motion, hence the Mark 42, um, and different ways on how, you know, different suits for different occasions, stuff like that. Um, And, you know, when Gwyneth Paltrow or Pepper Potts got the suit, that was kind of... um, a tribute to the suit that she got in um, Endgame, uh, which I forgot the name of that suit. But yeah, there, there, there's a name. There's a name for her, the suit that she that Tony makes her. Um, you know, which was foreshadowed kind of here, and then again in Endgame, and then we actually got to s- see it. Um, you know, so that was cool, and then got to see all the different types of suits. Um, and the names for them, which was really cool. And when he blows it up at the end, that was like symbolic to say, like, all right, he doesn't need all <laughs> Tom's about to cry. <laughs> he doesn't need all the suits to, you know, be Iron Man. He doesn't need to like he doesn't need to bury himself in this work. You know, he doesn't need to bury himself in the suits because, you know, just like a mechanic, he can fix the problems. And this wasn't a retirement. This was a moving on. 
he evolved from just being Iron Man hiding behind the suit to, hey, I could do a lot more than just this. I'm just going to chime in real quick. So he never built a suit after this movie? <laughs> he didn't build as many. He only built one. Just, uh, just, just wanted to make sure. And that's because he blew up all of his suits, but he was more focused in. Wait, he did. He did make. He made more. He definitely made more than one, but I don't want to get into an argument. (laughs) It wasn't a moving. It it was a moving. It wasn't like he retired. That he he didn't like retire. That's not what it was about. And plus, people that retire, they they come back. You know, have you ever heard the phrase? Oh, they keep pulling. You know, trying to get out and keep coming back in. And over to the family. Like this is the um. This was the the movie that showed everyone that he's more than just Iron Man. You know, he can be just Tony Stark and still save the world. He was trying to replace Tony Stark with Iron Man and trying to make Iron Man save the world but he could do it just as himself you know but, but the funny thing is iron man ended up saving the world yeah exactly so um, we didn't need tony Stark's. i this. did not like how you know the mandarin wasn't portrayed um you know i didn't like how we didn't actually get because technically the mandarin is supposed to be an iron man villain and one of the baddest iron man villains um i mean Obviously, next to um, Murdon or Mirdon, um, controls electronics with his mind. Big guy, big big head. Um, Modon. Yeah. Modok is his name. Yeah, Modok. Modok. Yeah, oh. he's another sick Iron Man villain. Um, but yeah, the Mandarin's supposed to be like a sick villain for Iron Man, and to see him portrayed like this is kind of lame. Um, but also the extremist is a big, you know, plot for Iron Man as well. And, um, you know, I think it was, I think it was a very interesting turn on how they did it. Um, and so, so what's the rating? <laughs> um, we know it's an S Tom, just say it already. Just put it in an S. Just put it in an S my we know you're going to put it in an S. Nah, it's an A. It's yeah. an A. You're you're fraud. You're lying. You're lying, you're you're lying to our audience. You know you want to put it as an S. Why are you? Why? What is this? You're put, Joe. You're photoshopping his later, and you're putting an, <laughs> you're putting an S. You're putting it an S. I've known this man for how many years, and I've heard Iron Man three too much in my life that this is not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you, you you are the biggest Iron Man three supporter in the fucking world. How in the world Easily. do you say this? Is, <laughs> you might be the only one. I think if you ask Robert Downey Jr., he's like, "Yeah, that movie sucked." <laughs> we know for know. a fact when Paucho nice, doesn't nice. remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's an S. I. I there you go. The, um, yeah, I do have chain. it as an S right now. Um, but no, I, it was. I do just overall enjoy the nostalgia that this movie had. I don't know, because I was in high school and stuff like that when it came out and stuff like that. <laughs> well, when we school. first started this, I did ask, can we have like outside factors play into why well, we I, like these movies? Listen, I, I feel like half of this is because you saw it in high school for most of Listen, these movies. I'll give you that for I'll give you that for Avengers and the nostalgia for like Avengers Iron Man, but nostalgia only brings you so far. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, this is you. I, I'm glad you put it at an S because you. 
I would have not respected your rating if you put it as an A. You, <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> um, okay. You guys got really upset, though. Wow. <laughs> Did I just hear a cat? What the hell was that? Yeah, you definitely just heard a cat in my backyard. It's a cat. Oh, is that friend? No, I don't think. No, she doesn't meow that loud. So that's definitely a different cat. Okay, next on this list is The Incredible Hulk. Can <laughs> you skip this one? I will not skip this because I actually like this movie. I am putting this in the solid B. I actually like this movie. I think people don't give it enough credit. This was a really solid movie for its time. You know, it's not the best, but it's they did Hulk really well. Hulk fuck shit up. You know, those Hulk scenes are awesome. And it's sad that we've never have been able to get a fucking Hulk movie, and it's also because the rights are still weird with Hulk, which is a, it's probably the most annoying thing about it. But I really like this movie. Also, that poster is badass. Look at that poster. Can you see that? That's a cool yeah, poster. No, I, I mean, just small small tangent. I think it's movie pe- posters in general nowadays have just gone so shitty. So shitty. It's because they do that whole floating head the thing. The floating heads thing is the worst, worst thing that's ever happened to cinema. Because uh, all the movies do Scorsese, I think that Here's would be an MCU uh, reason. So, yeah. But no, I'll give you that. Uh, I'm just going to make this quick. I haven't seen this movie probably in like 10 years. I'm just putting it as an F because I just have no desire to see it again. I, don't, I, I remember not really enjoying it or caring about it when I first watched it. And maybe I'll en- I would enjoy it more in a next another rewatch, but I also I only got two movies enough, and I feel like there's got to be more. So <laughs> I'm just gonna put it in F. I'm a fan of the Hulk. I like the Hulk, so it gets it gets me there. I bet I bet I'd probably have it as like a C or a D if I watched it again, but uh, I, I I ain't feeling it right now. It's a shame that it's the only Hulk movie we got, but Tom. Um, I saw it, but I really don't remember it, so I can't rate it as anything, so I'm just going to leave it as a, uh... Question mark. mark. <laughs> um, honestly, right here, Thor, the original, the first Thor, uh, man, I think over time, I don't like it as much. It's a C. Not going to lie. I don't know. That might be a hot take. But over time, I don't really care for it as much, especially because it's weird how much this Thor has changed in the MCO. Now, he's more of a jokester in a way, you know, has his serious moments when he wants to be serious. Um, I think redeeming qualities, Agent Coulson, love Agent Coulson. Um, Just Thor being on Earth, being a dick (laughs) was kind of funny. But um, after time goes on, I kind of dislike this movie a little bit. But it's not bad. It's just, eh. What's this, eh? It's like one of those where it's like the rewatch kind of gets a little, it drags a little bit for me. Uh, it, it's a D for me because you, you touched on it. The, the, I'm just going to put it. The fact that this is related to Ragnarok is atrocious. How, like what we have now is Thor. This is how it's like, it started out fine, but like what we could have had. And, you know, you kind of saw it in this first one where he was, there was a little bit of jokes. He was trying to be funny, but I think it was also more of uh, Chris Hemsworth, like really early on his career, possibly a little stiff. Yeah. He wasn't that great. (laughs) He's now the man is so phenomenal, amazing in his comedic timing that, 
that's why I like this. It's these the first two Thors in my eyes, and it's mainly because of Ragnarok. They're they're just they ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thomas, uh, I put it at a B. It wasn't like a great movie, but also wasn't like a bad movie. I just I I enjoyed getting introduced to Thor, how he. Yeah, was sentenced to Earth for, um, you know, being exiled and as a punishment. I mean, that's that's really cruel. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, who wants really, to go to this planet? <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's that's like a cold-hearted torture punishment. Nobody wants to be here. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you don't want to be on this planet either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but overall, you know, it was great to see the fall of a demigod and then the uh, rise of of him again. It's kind of like almost the reverse order of what Iron Man was. You know, mm-hmm. Iron Man three all, all was him back getting to taken. Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Iron Man three was him getting all of his stuff taken away, <laughs> and that's what the first Thor was. Thor had everything, and then everything got taken away from him, and then he had to build himself back up. He had to prove that he was worthy. Yep. That's and one thing we did mention, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Awesome. Perfect casting as Odin. And all yeah. three, all three movies. Even if the first two weren't that great, he was uh, the the amazing professional that he was. Yeah, he knows he knows how to fucking kill a role no matter what he does. Um Thor the Dark World. That, that movie fucking sucks. I have it. I just realized I'm like, oh, I forgot I got the soundboard. Yeah, fuck yeah. that movie, man. I used to try and defend it because back when I saw it in high school, I didn't, uh, I didn't mind it too much. But as I grow up, uh, I don't give a shit about it. I feel like they could, if they, if they did this movie now, it would be a lot better. I just feel like during the time when they were working out the Thor character and what they were doing with it. It just this one doesn't hold up as much for me as you know. Obviously, what they've done with the character and other movies they've done, uh, I don't like rewatching this one. There's obviously redeeming factors for all of these movies, but that one. Eh, I'm trying to think about it. Cat Dennings, kind of. Um, also, um, the Doctor. I'm forgetting his name off the off uh, the top Dr. of my head. Selvig. I was just wasn't he was, he was Looney in this movie, right? He was naked he was at one point. Pants at one point. Yeah. yeah. So that's a redeeming factor. Yeah. He was pretty. He was pretty comical in this, yeah. but uh, Selvig's the man. But yeah. Also, uh, the passing of the mom was really fucking sad. So that was that's a moment that's also redeeming, and just the Loki Thor dynamic. But take away all that, it, or just you know, you could add four times that much of those scenes. It kind of makes the movie a little better, but not really. It's F. <laughs> yeah, it's an F for me as well. Because of and it does remind me of a fart, a stinky fart. Nice <laughs> one that it's and the biggest thing is, I think it's, I, I think the dark elves might be the worst villains in the MCU history. <laughs> yeah, they're whack. The leader Malekith, the like, like just they're just whack. They're just whack. First off, they're elves. Like, that, <laughs> that is not a villain. Uh, but what like especially like. I didn't like the first Thor as much, but like Loki at least was a great villain. You know, the frost giants were giants and they were menacing. They weren't elves. 
And yeah, it, it's a really just, it's a nothing of a movie. And especially mm-hmm. compared to, again, Ragnarok, this is easily an F compared to that one. So yeah, <laughs> F for fart. Um, I have it at, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I have it at, at an F too. I mean, it's not like, oh my God, I can't, I'm so surprised you said that. <laughs> my star. Right, I, I, at first like it was, I will be honest. At first it was at a D, but after yeah. hearing you guys and I had a feeling <laughs> okay. about it, <laughs> I had a feeling of saying that would make you change your mind. Probably. It's not that well, I'm that's... easily swayed. It's just, I, I mean, like, <laughs> what, I, what, what I if Greg said under... this was an A? <laughs> <laughs> S. Uh, S plus. I like it more than you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, all right, fine. I'll stick it. All right, fine. It's a D. It's a D. No, no, you don't have That's, that's totally fine. You can keep it as an F. It's I mean, okay also, to be persuaded. It's like, when I think about this movie, I really don't remember a lot. All I remember is that battle scene. It's not memorable. It's It really isn't. Even though I think I remember more of this than the first door, but I think I remember more of it because I really don't like this movie. Yeah, so like, yeah. I, that I remember I that like, I don't like the Destroyer on Earth, but that's in Thor One. That is, yeah, that's Thor One. Yeah, this, yeah. This so. is just like like Chris Hemsworth becomes more of like the Thor. He does have a little bit more comedic moments and better like timing than the first one, but still, it's just all the surrounding parts besides really him, Loki, and like Doctor Selvig. The rest is just, and of course, uh, Odin. But re- really, everything just around the whole plot. The plot is really just ass. Yeah, it's pretty ass. <laughs> uh, Ragnarok, yo. That I, like I like to take this. Uh, this Feel free, go go ahead. Gonna, go ahead. It's it's an easy S. I I could talk about this movie for so long, but I'll I'll be try to be quick about it. It is. I don't think there'll ever be a funnier MCU movie besides maybe Love and Thunder. That that's the only reason. And my God, it one of the main reasons is Korg. The introduction of Korg. <laughs> Korg is awesome. Korg, it's like Korg Luis of like side characters that just steal the entire movie. He, he he's just in Taika Waititi. Uh, I'll watch any movie of his just strictly because of this. He's a genius, and that's why I can't wait for Love and Thunder because it's it's gonna have the same feel to it. And you mix in the Guardians of the Galaxy, that's that uh, amazing. So I can't wait for that. But yeah, uh, this was probably the movie I could easily rewatch in all the MCU. Like at the top, rewatch Billy. It's uh, always laugh at it. Always have a great time. And the music, the immigrant song, incredible. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm, again, I feel like we've mentioned this for the other ones. Amazing opening. Such a great opening. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. Um, I agree. But Tom, continue. Uh, yeah, I have it as NS2 because, I mean, it's just such a phenomenal movie. Again, great soundtrack, even at the beginning to the end. Um, just, you know, it, and as you know, crazy as it was, um, and as dark as it was, it still had great comedy. And it wasn't like that, you know, like, oh, slapstick, stuff like that comedy. It was actually, like, really, really good. You know, like, all right, this makes sense. 
comedy, and I, I really liked it. It was fun. It, it was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, I agree. I'm putting this in S. We haven't even talked about it, but just the dynamic between him and the Hulk. Awesome. And <laughs> that was great. Just oh, running yeah, into him. The Hulk naked. That's pretty lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your favorite movie in the MCU. Favorite moment in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. I kind of wish we got more of what Planet Hulk would be. That would be cool. If they were to ever do a fucking movie where they're showing us something back in time, like they did with Black Widow, Planet Hulk could have been something cool. Kind of relevant. It's kind of like what they did there. Uh, that would be cool to see his life on that planet. That would be kind of cool for like a show or a movie or something like that. But that's because I like the Hulk. But other than that, funny ass movie, fun movie, good stuff all around. Thor, you know, Chris Hemsworth finally like really cements himself into this character with this movie, and it makes you excited for every other movie that he's been in because every other movie afterwards, you know, the Avengers, obviously, like he does, he kills it, and then uh, we're gonna get to see his new movie coming out. So July, crazy enough, that's yeah. really quick. Uh, two, 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 two. Next movie. Jeff Goldblum, the Grandmaster. The Grand Wizard. (laughs) Incredible character. He was, and also Loki as Odin was a great thing. Yeah. That whole whole part, the play and everything. That was Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon, of course. Uh, Luke Hemsworth. Yeah, that was. That was good. That was good. Uh, Captain America, the first uh, Avenger. That's an A. That's a really good movie. I like rewatching that movie. That's a fun one. I feel like they did a good job with that movie, and it's it's really good. it's a complete movie. I really like it. Um, yeah, I know Tom hates Captain America, so feel free to go next, Tom. Let yeah, us know what do you think. <laughs> F minus. <laughs> I don't hate Captain America. This movie. This movie. Um, it's interesting. I just feel like it was so slow. Like when you know when he's doing all that propaganda stuff for the war and shit like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just so fucking slow. It's supposed to be like an action movie. Why am I watching him try to like do all this dance shit? You mean like Iron Man three when he's just fucking in the woods and all that crap? <laughs> uh, here we go. The woods. What are you, about, you know, just you know, being with the little boy and all that. That was slow as fuck. But. I digress. No, it wasn't. He was doing recon and stuff. He was trying to... <laughs> that was whack. <laughs> whack? Yeah. More whack than a fucking souped up superhuman on stage just fucking dancing and doing propaganda for the war. He didn't yeah. want to do that. He wanted to be in the war. They <laughs> used him. He wanted to be the super soldier and they wouldn't let him. And then he eventually did. And technically, he went against his orders because his orders were to do that. So technically, he's a war criminal. He's a traitor. (laughs) (laughs) In a lot of movies, he's a war criminal. So, I mean, they're all technically war criminals because they're all like vigilantes and shit like that. So, not the ones that sided with the Sokovia Accords. The the Accords were wrong, Tom. The Accords were wrong. I never said I sided with them. I just said that <laughs> the Accords were in play, and the ones that sided with the Accords, they were legal Boy Scout Tom over here. for the U.S. government. Uh, Tom, what do you rate this movie? <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. It's fair, uh, I guess, I'm for with, Tom. I'm, I'm also with him. I'm going to see. I feel like it's, it's in my eyes, just it, it's a really good origin story. It's just like 
the problem is there's just so many great MCU movies like we keep mentioning and especially compare it with the Captain America trilogy the other two like put against this one it's like it's no fault of its own those are just especially in the next one we'll talk about they're just so good that this just looks average and like good compared to it but I enjoy it uh I really enjoyed Tommy Lee Jones I feel like he just plays Tommy Lee Jones as a general yeah that, that's cool and Stanley Tucci as the German scientist RIP he, he was a real one but I wish we got to see more of him uh you know, Red Skull is like good villain. Decent. Uh, was it Zola? His little, little diddly assistant. He he he's good, but yeah, it, it's it's good, solid movie. I'll give it give it a C, like C plus, right around there. But put it in a C. I can see that. I feel like it's just as good for me, and it gives me the same feeling as Iron Man one. Honestly, Tom's about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> but you know what's better than Iron Man one? What's better than Captain America one? What's better than any Iron Man movie put together? Now I'm just attacking Tom. Captain America: The Winter Soldier is probably one of the best MCU movies. It is an S S plus. If I could add S plus, if that was a thing, it'd be S plus. This movie is fucking awesome, and it's compelling. It is a good story. The fighting was awesome. The Winter Soldier was badass as fuck. Anytime he's on the screen, it's awesome. It's an S. It is awesome. Time, <laughs> time. I feel like it was attack on you, so you should definitely be the first to rebuttal. Um, I've honestly seen this movie probably maybe two times, maybe three, and I don't remember anything. All I remember is that street fight they had. Um, it's a sick street fight. It was. Yeah, like, Black Widow jumps off the, um, the bridge and shit like that. I I don't remember anything else from this movie. I don't know if I should put it as a question mark, but right now I have it as a D. Yeah, definitely put it as a question mark. (laughs) It does not for deserve your, a D for your, for your credibility. I'm putting, telling you to put it as a question mark. I also feel like you blacked out during this movie because you're probably hating it. Like just Captain America, Captain America. You're saying how good it really is. I hate how good this movie is. Uh, I'll put it as a question mark because I, I guess yeah. I don't remember it that well. Uh, but yeah, I'm just gonna echo pretty much all of Joe's points. This is a S. It, this is overall and uh, like cinematically, this is probably the best mcu movie oh yeah it's it's a it's a spy thriller really it's like it's so much different than so many of the mcu movies especially the fact that this was the second captain america like this is a completely different film than the original mainly Mm -hmm. of course it's in a different era but uh it's the action it's really just the action that holds us to movies so good so well Nick Fury, this is one of his, like, this is one of Samuel Jackson's, probably his best performance in the MCU is this. Cause yep. I guess it's probably one of his most, like, run times. This or, like, Captain Marvel, and he, he kills it. Black Widow's Black Widow. Badass, everything. Introduce, introduction to Sam Wilson. Great character. The introduction to the Winter Soldier. That wasn't Bucky. He was the, one of the most menacing villains to that point and still just kicks ass the whole ending with the whole uh i forgot what the project was called or whatever 
but like that whole and then robert redford he's like one of the biggest actors of all time he was like the big bad guy even though he was so old he still was pretty damn menacing like as menacing as the winter soldier because he was really controlling him uh yeah this is phenomenal movie ken you you need to rewatch it again, Tom. You really do. yeah with an with an open mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that because I don't think he can have an open mind. Captain America, but definitely should rewatch it. Yeah, uh, we're at the last five movies that we kind of talked about in the original no, Lost no, no, Audio. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, for the sake of time, being that it's already 12 in the morning, I suggest 30 seconds or less give us a rating on these things, because I know we could go on and on, especially about Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, but uh, we you get the gist, you know, we go just for the sake of time. Uh, Civil War, I'm putting that as an A. I don't remember if that's what I put in yesterday, but it's an A. I really like that movie. But Captain America... That side, they win. They're t- they 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 deserve to be the winners on that. They just accords are wrong. They give us Spider Man. They give us Black Panther. I also like how they give us Spider Man because uh, it wasn't the traditional way that we normally get Spider Man. And uh, it was funny. I still get a little annoyed that it's not like the actual comic book, but still a really good movie. So that's an A. I have it as a B. Very solid movie. Enjoy it a lot. Echo the points of Joe. Great introductions to both Black Panther and Spider Man. More, really, that's that's all that needs to be said. Great, kind of like an Avengers type movie, really. Avengers really, light. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's like it was Avengers like two point five, really, and yeah. Uh, and what what more say than the the airport battle scene? That's one of the best battle scenes in all of MCU, really. So give it like a solid b probably like that b plus territory but but in a b yeah mine is also a b i really enjoy the movie um the battle scenes were sick um and i do like how they opened up with the whole team fighting side by side really getting along they had that whole party where they were you know fucked around with Malmir and they were trying to lift it up and stuff like that and that's, that's, like, that's age of that that's yeah. age of ultron <laughs> Oh, what the fuck movie are we on? Civil <laughs> War. Sounds getting real low. Real low, that's why. Uh, oh, that's actually funny because I actually have both of them as a B. <laughs> Alright. Well, that helps us. That does help uh, in time. Yeah. Alright, then I guess we'll talk about Age of Ultron because that is, uh, that's like a fucking D for me, man. That movie, uh, yeah, I'm not going to give it a fart, but they really ruined the character in Ultron. Uh, David Spade should have been the voice. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, that point from the lost footage we had. <laughs> David Spade should have been all <laughs> But um, yeah, this, it was kind of disappointing for an Avengers movie. It definitely didn't live up to the original, and clearly doesn't live up to the follow-ups afterwards. But um, I really wish it could have been better. D. Yeah, uh, I'm also with the D. It's like. Compared to literally all every single Avengers movie, add something like Civil War. The, the, this is dog water. This is trash. <laughs> it, it, it's. I feel like this is one of those MCU movies that gets a that like the bad rap of the quippy dialogue, the too much humor. This is what the this is the movie people are talking about. It's just yeah. it's a little too much of that. There are good parts, 
we did mention uh the hulk and iron man fight scene that's a very good scene i'll give it that that like that also ties into the whole wanda controlling all the avengers minds at one point that that's a pretty good that overall thing and the, the introduction to ulysses claw i do enjoy claw a lot i don't think we really mentioned him in black panther he, he was a really cool villain i enjoyed him yeah that is true but yeah besides like yeah it's it, it's a it, especially compared to avengers an avengers movie it's 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 trash so it d oh shit you could get a cool popcorn vessel at amc tomorrow easily getting that um sorry uh tom kind of already said his so for the sake of time uh tom you you put b so i'm gonna let you do that uh tom but feel free to give me a 30 seconds or less for avengers uh first avengers? yes sir avengers assemble yeah. as you kept calling it which well, i think that's... it's another tagline for it too technically yeah, well, I got it as an S plus. I really love that movie. The first one, um, <laughs> that was what really brought the team together, and I really have a lot of nostalgia for that movie. Never gets old watching. I could watch it, and I probably will watch it right now. Actually, I probably won't because I'm really tired. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I was gonna say no way in hell you do. <laughs> um, I'm gonna counteract him and you know put my trap card. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a B for me because it has gotten old over time for me unfortunately i do look, i really like it and i do like what it stands for and what it did for the mcu because like crazy to get all these characters together but after rewatching it it just doesn't hold the same val- like same thing as it used to do for me as a kid i don't know i'd say it's it's still really good i like it this is before really the MCU kind of like after this, the MCU kind of just went off like a cliff into just being so different than what it really used to be. Cause at least we were still fighting in New York and shit like that kind of, but like uh, now it's all over the place, but I still like it, but it's a B for me. Uh, yeah, it's an A for me. Uh, I think I'm with Tom a little bit with the nostalgia that it, this is, I made the joke. This was the most ambitious crossover ever to that point. And I feel like it really hit uh, the nail on the head. Uh, similar to, it's just the similar to the Iron Man thing where this is one of the things that's like started it all. So it, it kind of has to be in that like a range. And that's where I'm putting it, it as an, a. really enjoy it. The whole, the, the group dynamic, it worked so well. Uh, I keep saying it, but, Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson, always great. He really shines in this, and yeah, I, I just feel like it's it start. It, this is what really made the MCU like huge, and that's why it, it gets that A because of that. I agree. I agree. Um, but I put it as a B anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's cl- close enough. Um, I'm just going to put these together because I do agree. For myself, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame. I'm putting them both as S's, and I'm going to talk about them both basically to get it out of the way. Um, Infinity War, the feeling obviously coming out at, like, at movie, and you're like, holy shit, this just didn't end and everything was happy and, you know, everything went to normal like it normally does in an MCU movie or any movie. No, they, it was fucking grim. It felt like they all lost. It, they Literally half of the fucking universe gets snapped away. Thanos, finally getting Thanos was one of the coolest things to see in a movie. And also, just, it's crazy to think that the MCU built all of this and we finally got to get to Thanos after years and years. It was awesome. 
Endgame was a good way with all the fights and all the things that they've done in that movie. And I will still argue with this with Tom. I know he hates it because it's Captain America. And I said in the lost footage, but him grabbing Mjolnir, that reaction in the theater is like goosebumps, man. Like I, I'm a big fan for pops when it comes to wrestling. I love watching returns and all that because the crowd is what gives it that like awesome moment. Hearing the crowd and being a part of it when fucking Captain America grabs Mjolnir is fucking sick as hell. And just getting everyone all together, like, that was that was awesome. Thanos, best villain ever. He was right. Both of these movies are S's. I smashed the hell out of them. Yeah, so I'll just piggyback same S's for both of these. Infinity War, my favorite MCU movie of all time. It It's because it's it's... Thanos the movie guy, Josh Brolin, incredible, outstanding, one of the best villain performances of all time. It's it's really him and Heath Ledger as the Joker. Those those are like the two at least superhero villains, but also I feel like villains in general, those are the creme de la creme, I'd say. And it, it is it's the the hopelessness you felt after Infinity War it was just it was so much that, oh my god, this is crazy. And then what we feel after Endgame, Endgame's just also just as incredible. So many great moments that the the portal, like you mentioned, the Cap getting Mjolnir, but the portal scene, that's incredible. The whole ending, Iron Man, R.I.P. But that that got every MCU fan emotional. That it really seeing Morgan and with Happy, that's what really started to make me cry that's that's why it has a special place in my heart made me cry and yeah these these are really they're just one big movie really but yeah the the culmination of so many so many movies and they they really did a great job tommy finn you forgot you you mentioned some pretty good villains but you forgot syndrome from the incredibles no syndrome is a great villain (laughs) he's a great villain Buddy, buddy, incredible, eh? <laughs> incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have both these movies as S's. Um, wait, are we doing Infinity War and, and Endgame? Combine them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both amazing movies. Uh, let's go, Mets. You know, <laughs> we got that's the most important part of Endgame. Mets <laughs> yeah. are canon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, oh, wait, actually, going back, I I have to go back to this, Civil War, big thing in Civil War that I loved, and, you know, two people in here would also love, the Easter egg in the background of that, um, airport fight scene, when we got to see the staircase car from Arrested Development in there. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I just remember the two people that, um the directed infinity war and endgame you know the russo brothers they directed that and in infinity war you get you see someone that looks like tobias in the collector's stuff oh they're really blue and they're wearing jean cutoffs mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> um but yeah going back uh two very great movies can't get tired of watching it um and 
just how they're able to, to combine so many different universes, so many different characters, mm-hmm. and just make it work so perfectly and get the hype of the culminate, the ending of 10 years in the making to this monumental point where everyone can get on board. I mean, you had people that were so hyped after Infinity War. They just rewatched the entire MCU. People watched the entire MCU even before Infinity War. And even people that weren't even into the MCU watched it and watched Endgame, Endgame 2 because they just you know, wanted to be a part of the hype or they just loved it so much that one movie and you know i feel like a lot of people just fell in love with the mcu after these movies oh yeah and obviously we did if we talked about it for almost three hours on this podcast (laughs) Uh, yeah um but yeah finally that is our ranking uh boys make sure you save it save your tier list like download it so I could post that on the Instagram, share it with people. Um, I always want to share it because I want to hear Shane talk shit about our rankings, obviously. Um, fuck you, Shane. Don't um, always got to remember that. And uh, that is finally, after a long-winded episode, that is our episode when we get Tom on the pod and we did the MCU tier list before Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness comes out tomorrow. Actually, today, because it's already May 5th. So the movie comes out oh, today. Happy birthday, Joe! Yeah, thank you, hey, goodbye, guys. Yeah, happy birthday, Cinco, hey. de Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Joseph. That's right. It's my fucking birthday, and we get to see Iron. I mean, Iron Man. He's in your brain. He's dead, so we don't get to see that guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Doctor Strange comes out people hopefully i do drop this on the day of and i don't just delete this like i have done with past episodes but we've been doing this for too long and tom's been waiting his for his big debut for so long so with all that being said thanks for listening people check out the pod wherever you get your pod at share it with your friends tell your mom to listen to it i don't care uh if you don't like it go fuck yourself tweet us. don't forget to tweet us yes. <laughs> yeah tweet us at project underscore kayfabe check us out on twitter uh instagram's the same project underscore kayfabe tiktok too i don't know wherever do whatever you want to do i don't care bye <laughs> <laughs>